I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. We are live! What is up, fight fans and insomniacs alike? Welcome to another MMA submission, MMA watch party. It's, a, it's an MMA submission, though. Yeah. As always, brought to you by Bucket of Wind. I'm Cameron. I'm Mason. And we are here for UFC Fight Night Philadelphia. Who's fucking pumped for this? And we did not miss the first fight this time. As eh, opposed to last time. The first fight, it's fine. But we have a pretty explosive featherweight bout to start off the card. We got Yusuf versus Shimon Marais. We've uh, actually watched uh, Shimon's fights before. If you remember on a previous MMA submission, we kept making the Michael Jackson joke. Yeah, they're being poor taste now, unfortunately. Shimon! Yeah, I do remember that. But now I think it just evokes uh, memories of Neverland, so I don't think that's probably the best. Probably not. Dude, have you seen the old clips? Which old clips? Okay, so they were watching a ton of the old interviews, not just the documentary, because the documentary is so mainstream now. Who hasn't seen the Leaving Netherland documentary? I mean, it's everywhere. So now people have gone over old interview clips they did with, like, BBC and NBC. And there's actually this weird scene where uh, he said, the kids never at, the kids are never forced to sleep in my bed. They always want to. They ask me. But right before that in the interview, the kid goes... Oh, yeah, he told me that, uh, you know, if I loved him, I would sleep in the bed. <gasps> and I'm like, oh, no! wait, Michael. You said earlier in the interview that you suggested he sleep in the bed. Wait a second. You mean to tell me that you would lie about sleeping with children? <laughs> I find that hard to believe. Exactly, dude. How dare you? Shimon Moraes. You know, he did a lot of clinch work in the fight that we saw, and it was kind of a slower bout the last time he fought. Yeah, that's fight fan for boring as fuck. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> clinch. Well, because here's the thing. I'm I'm a fan of clinch work if it's active, mm -hmm. but his clinch work was more like fighting for position, just like pummeling. And pummeling's cool for like 30 seconds. That's what I'll give you. Oh, I agree. As an MMA purist, I'll give you 30. I don't think other people will give you anywhere near that. And once you go past that, it's like, okay, now you're abusing my goodwill. All right. Well, I have all the chats squared away. In case anyone is new and the joining us for the first time, this is an MMA submission watch party. We watch UFC events and we react live with the chat. We're essentially just hanging out for this little journey. Um, anyone who's been here before knows that we're not allowed to show the fights because the UFC be getting litigious. Yeah, they be getting super litigious. I would love if we could. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. If we could show it in like the corner and people could watch like reaction channels, but there's this thing called the FBI copyright laws. I will never understand how some reactions, some of these reaction channels actually get away with this shit and yeah. they make money. And they have premium ads. And I'm like, but wait, that guy Jinx just showed a full 11 minute video. And his take was, seems dope. Can't wait to see it. And like, they don't even talk about the they'll video. They literally trailer. just react. Yeah. They'll just watch a trailer and be like, wow, that's so crazy. <laughs> how do you, what? Yeah. The second round. But Yusuf, we I think we've actually seen him fight before. Was he on the Ultimate Fighter? Um no. Or am I But he's a very powerful kickboxer. No, he was on He was on the finale. Was he? I thought he was on uh Dana White's contender series. I'll pull this up now. I gotta look it up. Because now one of us is a liar. Fuck, we're liars. <laughs> I'm, he was on one of those shows. Either the 
I'm telling you, Shimon really likes this clinch, dude. Yusuf, UFC. Homie does not have Wikipedia. Oh, you're right, Dana yep. White's Tuesday Night Contender Series. I watched him on there. He won a unanimous decision. And then who was his last knockout? He knocked out... Good luck with that. Saman Moharikitarian. Mok? Mok? <laughs> yeah, Suman. What noise does an H and a T next to each other? Mok? An H and a T? Moktarian. 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 I think you literally got it. I knocked it out of the park with that one. It's like when you add an A to an H, it just becomes, ah! <laughs> Instead of, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> sure. <laughs> you like that when it goes towards, you just hit them with the, ah! That's, that's how I work out pronunciation. Please don't make that noise ever again around me. See, dude, what did I say about the clinch? Literally pummeling so fucking hard is Shimon. What is that tattoo? That's a dragon with some... Oh, it actually is kind of dope. Yeah, it is kind of dope. Speaking of dragons, Mushu's not going to be in the new Mulan. Dude, I'm so hurt by this. Because here's my problem with Mulan. Doing? I can't watch it. And here's... the Now Mulan is just a depressing movie. It's literally, uh, it's a, it's a bunch in, of guys being like, you it's a battle epic. Not only that, your father is too ill to go to war. You know, if he goes to war, he's going, going to die. Yeah. So you have to go to war as a woman in a camp surrounded by men. And if you're found out to be a woman, you're going to be executed. Mm. And not only that, you're going to be shamed upon hundreds of years of ancestors. The one com part of comedic relief in, oh, also to add on to that, there's an army of Huns ascending over the wall and murdering thousands of Chinese troops. Not, can't forget the rape, the murder and the rape. The murder and the rape all throughout China. And the only comedic relief in that movie was Mushu and the fucking cricket. Now it's, we're doing it sans Eddie Murphy and it's just not. Yeah, where's, hey, yeah, it was Eddie Murphy. Okay, good. So where, here's my question. Where's the comedic relief, guys? It now we're just going to watch this woman struggle through a horrific time in the camp. Because she would get home super sore, and everyone else was giving her shit. But then Mushu would be like, you know, you got this, Milan. How's everybody doing in the chat? We got Blaze coming at us in the Twitch chat. Um, What's up? Who you got in the main event? Let's talk about that. Or is that Blah Zoe? It's definitely Zoe. Wait, yeah. no, Blaze Zoe 420. Hey, that just <laughs> shows how little we smoke weed. I know. I was like, Blazoli? which is none at all. <laughs> I was like, uh, who do I like in the main event? You know, it's going to be tough. Uh, I think Barboza's definitely got the edge on the feet, and I don't see this going to the ground. Gaethje definitely has the wrestling advantage, and if he were to just decide to use it, he, he probably has. win. He never has, but he he's has the highlight. Yeah. And here's the thing. Uh, here's why. So I, th I think Edson's going to win. Yeah. Here's why I'm taking Edson inside of three. Because Gaethje has shown that although he has probably one of the best wills in the sport, there is a limit to the damage his body can take. And Eddie Alvarez has reached that limit and Dustin Poirier has reached that limit. Yeah. All through body shots. Now you mix in Edson Barboso has the most deadly switch kick to the body. Oof. It's going to be a tough night for Justin. But if he uses some of that wrestling advantage, hits him with a power shot like he hit uh, James Vick, you know. If he even threatens with the wrestling. He could land a wrestler's he could punch. Land, he could land a gigantic punch and end it. But he has to threaten with wrestling. As the, and he the really clinch. never has. Never. Never. He has to get the clinch and just threaten it. He doesn't even have to do it. I know he hates it because it's not exciting fighting, which I think it is. But a lot of people don't. So I, I, hey, I think you know what I find exciting? It. Winning. Yeah. 
exactly. I agree completely. I, and I love Justin Gaethje. He's uh, arguably one of the most, if not the most exciting fighter in the UFC. But he himself says that his fights, because they're not as strategic, take a piece of him every single time. They definitely And do. he said he feels like he only has like three or four left in him. And he's young. I think I he's agree. 29 or 30. And he's saying that now. Like, think about that. It's definitely not the fighting style you adopt if your goal is longevity. But he's in this to, you know, and he renegotiates his contract to make more money. Because the UFC acknowledged, hey, this guy's giving us really exciting fights. And he's doing so to, to his own detriment. Like, he actually has skills. But he's like, you know what? I want to be a guy for the fans. And he's like, fuck it. And then just ramming his head into people for five rounds. You know? Which is definitely respectable, but it's uh, it's difficult to watch sometimes. Because I'm like... You when you could, know how much a fighter's leaving in the cage, it's like... It's like every, every single time Max Holloway fights, he doesn't even take that much damage, but you could just see... It's a war. It's a war, and he's pouring his heart out in there. So I respect it, but... Uh, he poured his heart out all over fucking Brian Ortega's face. Yeah. And Jose Aldo, <laughs> twice. All over yeah. his chest and face. <laughs> Jesus, dude. It's a good thing I already ate dinner. That picture of Brian Ortega with the two swollen eyes spitting blood in his corner is one of the most badass things I've ever seen in my Barboza life. Barboza by KO round three. That is not a bad call. That's literally what... Yeah, that's how I have it. I have a TKO to the body. That is not a bad call at all. Because if we've seen what works, what works with Gaethje is going to his body so much that his hands drop and then hitting him in the head. I mean, Eddie Alvarez finished him with that uh, flying knee... That's a pretty good strategy for expired. a lot of opponents, if I'm being honest. People just don't use body punches, you know, because nope. they don't do as much da visible damage. But Vis they do Visible damage is the big... But they do damage. so much to your gas tank, and they do so much to, like, how you can explode and I was going to say, even if, even if your opponent doesn't realize it, they're dropping their hands to compensate for the body shots. And it's, it's taking almost, a toll. And it's like um, Dominic Cruz says... It's, Drains it's the gas like, tank. Yeah, and it's like throwing high kicks and the guy catching it on his arms. It takes a bit out. You're taking the power out of his arms and you're hurting his arms. You're making mm. them fill up with blood. Like, he's not having a good time. And so people always think that, oh, he's throwing these high kicks and none of them are landing. Well, no, he's forcing the guy to take high kicks on his fucking elbows. Or his, uh, his uh, forearms, rather. Yeah. And that's going to sap your power. It'll definitely affect it, for sure. So it'll be an interesting matchup. There are a bunch of good fights on this card. It's kind of a sleeper one, if I'm being honest. I was going to say, it's pretty explosive. It snuck up on us, We too. have Karolina Kovolkovich against Michelle, Michelle Watterson. Yeah, it's a bummer. Michelle Watterson doing a lot of cute karate stuff. I know. At the I, really, I really love both of those fighters, so it's a goddamn shame. They're both such I hate, like athletes. I know. I hate when they people. match up two of my favorite fighters, and I'm just like, fuck. Who you root for? Because they're both good people. Mm -hmm. It's not like you can be like, oh, that guy's an asshole. Like, I hope he loses. Exactly. In this instance, they are both good people, so it's tough. But we also have, um, I mean, it's just... Ray Borg fought earlier. Did he win? We can check that. He fought on the early, early. I bet he used a special power. I bet he just, just started flexing his whole body until the glass shot out of his eyes into his opponent. That's fucked. He lost. Wow. That's a real bummer for... He lost to Casey Kenny. Who the fuck is Casey Kenny? No idea. But this fight was at Bantamweight, which shows he's leaving. He was smart. He wised up. He was like, I'm getting out of the flyweight division before it sinks. That's a real bummer for Ooh, me. Ooh, Yusuf might have hurt Marais there. But immediately clinches with him. Hmm. Thinking. 
A lot of fighters do that. It must be tough to really... And uh, oh, fighters have talked about it, where they're like... Get a good sense of what's going on in there. And some fighters are like, I hate it when guys do that. But then they're like, they do it themselves, because it's like, I can't tell if he's really hurt, and now he's weak in the clinch. But they think he's weak in the clinch because he's sapped, and the, the reality is that he's almost fucking knocked out. <laughs> Who do you like in uh, Michael Johnson, Josh Emmett? Dude... That's, That's a, a fight. fight. Here's the question. They're both so fast. I think Josh Emmett might clip him and knock him out, dude. You think? I think Michael Johnson could just as easily clip him. I think it's a toss. But watching that Josh Emmett, I rewatched that Josh Emmett Ricardo Lamas knockout. Oh. It's disgusting. Oh. Poor Ricardo Lamas. Oh, knock. that hook came from fucking Neptune and hit him right in the chin. And it literally, his head, like the way his neck snapped is like you got hit by a, like a football launched 100 miles per hour. It was rough. Probably more mass than, definitely more mass than a football. You know what I'm saying, though. Yeah. He got Harriet Tubman, dude. You know, <laughs> Harriet Tubman got like just whacked over that with like a five pound weight. That's why she like passed out all the time. Yeah, she had sleeping spells. That's that's what Ricardo Lamas has now. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> Ricardo Lamas is just like I'm super excited for this fight and just like hits, falls the, out, falls hits over. the floor. It's like narcolepsy only trauma related. <laughs> That's probably pretty serious. He might probably some dis. Oh, oh! Yusuf Hermorais again. Oh, he's teeing it's off over. on him. It's over. Nope. I think. Oh, Marais has his hands up. Let's see. He was really fucking hurt. Well, regardless of what. Oh, too seems like grappling is Marais' specialty though. So. Oh, he's still hurt. He's still hurt. Oh yeah, he hit him bad. Oh, he hit him bad. Get your hands up. Get your hands up. Marais' hands are down. He's looking to counter. Marais' hands are down. He's out on his feet. Oh, Yusuf throwing bombs. None are landing so far, though. Well, you have double oh, back unders. to clinch. Get away. Back to clinch. Very frustrating. I hate when that happens. I feel like he had him on Queer Street there. David Branch versus uh, Jack Hermanson. Another chance for David Branch to uh, get in the win column. Well, dude, let's talk about a it's guy like, like David Branch. In the UFC. They've given him nothing but killers, man. I mean, you're talking about a guy, he's literally been given the best of the best since day one. I think his first fight was fucking Luke Rockhold. Yeah, now he's getting the unstoppable. Can we, can we look that up? I think his first Jack fight in the UFC. No, no, no. His second fight in the UFC was Luke Rockhold. His first fight was, uh, well, it was a bit of a tuner. Yeah, Jocko. Jocko. is holding his hands up. I'm confused. Yeah, definitely Yusuf won that fight. Here's the question. Marais had good clinch positioning in the first and second, but if you want to talk about power strikes and who was closer to ending that fight... He almost finished him in the third. That's almost the 10-8. Yusuf was very close to ending the fight multiple times, and in the second round, he clipped him with a shot, so I'm excited to see how this goes. But it was unfortunate for David Branch because his last fight against Jared uh, Kananier... Our cannoneer. Holy shit. I did it again. Oh I was the God. one who was always saying Kananier. I was Kananier. like, <laughs> I didn't want to fuck it up again. I told myself, all right, it's Kananier. Don't you, fuck you it say, up. You say, every time you see IER, you want to say yay. Yeah. So Jared Cannoneer, he got knocked out by him. And Jared Cannoneer even said himself, dude, it was surprising. You know, who picked Jared Cannoneer to win that fight? And Nobody. he knocks out David Branch? I mean, Jesus. I definitely didn't. But he's really dynamic on the feet, and I will not be sleeping on Cannoneer again. No, I will definitely not. Well, that looks terrible. Might be me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Relax! <laughs> 
Dude, um, one thing that I find so fucking funny is, uh, can we talk about this? Our boy Stipe keeps getting ran around by people. We have to address it. And I want to perfectly per, uh, state right now, for the record, Stipe, I'm sorry. Stipe, I'm a fan of yours. And why does this keep happening? Why do we bad why things happen happening. to good people? We know why it's happening. Yeah, it's because he's arguably the most dangerous fight for a lot of guys. And he has a quarter of their fan base. Yeah. And so he, everyone just keeps passing him up for the big fights. If you're not, if you don't know what we're talking about, John Jones tweeted out, "Who wants to see me and Steve Miocic in July? Do you think that's enough time for us to get ready?" Steve immediately, like as if he were on Twitter, replies immediately, "Been ready. See you there." And you can tell, like as soon as that tweet came out, he's calling Dana. And he's like, "Dana, you better fucking get this set up. Don't fuck me on this." And of course, guess what happens? 20 minutes later, John Jones is announced to be fighting Tiago Santos in July. And that's just not nearly as good of a fight. Or is it is it late April? I don't know the exact date. Either late April or July. Uh, June, rather. And how fucking insane is that? So now we have... That's like three fighters now that have teased bouts with Stipe and then ducked out real quick. He's a difficult fight. He's a difficult fight. It's a good thing that he gets paid like $700,000 a match because he is not getting fights like he should be. And he said he's practically been in camp for almost a year. He's been fight ready for a year. And if you guys don't know, being fight ready, you're training a disgusting amount. It's grueling. I would never want to do that. It's an absolute grind. So the thing is, if I'm fight ready for a year and I'm not getting about, I'm, it's the, probably the most frustrating thing you could experience. You know, imagine desperately wanting to get that fight in and not being I can't allowed imagine. it. I, I, it's just, it sucks and it sucks. Oh, well, meanwhile, Yusuf did get the decision when not surprised, not surprised. but I just don't Very rarely see, do we keep, see a, a, a third round. That's that dominant and the fighter doesn't get the win. Yeah. I don't want to see it keep happening to Stipe though. I want to see him at least have about scheduled mm-hmm. one that's worth his time. And I know they're probably going to offer him JDS, the trilogy fight. Uh, which, because, you know, JDS took the first one. Yeah. He knocked him out in the second. And now they're probably going to set up that fight for the third as, like, a title. I don't even think JDS looked that good against Derek Lewis. No, I think he looks very beatable. Uh, I think that JDS loses to all of the top guys. Francis Ngannou, DC, uh, uh, Stipe. To be frank, I feel like that Derek Alistair. Lewis, that Derek Lewis loses to all of them as well. If we well, see that, Derek Lewis with a blown out knee would definitely lose to all of them. I keep forgetting he had a blown out knee. He literally could barely stand. Yeah. And then you could tell, like, we re- I rewatched it because we were texting each other. We were saying that one we amazed. didn't do a show, and I was sitting down, like, literally texting you, like, "What is that? Yeah. What is that?" Because he said that he uh, didn't do any technique. And he just, just focused mitts, all right? on cardio. Oh, right. That's he just focused all he just on cardio. Did cardio. Just did cardio, treadmill, bike. And guess what? It looked like it. Yeah. Because that was the biggest technical regression. I'm like, something. I literally, we were like talking to each other. And we were like, something, something has happened. to be going something on. Something happened. Something. We thought he had a broken rib going into it. Because he, like, as soon as he got hit to the body, he was like, it was game over. Like, he was just fucking doubled over in pain. Yeah. But a blown out knee. And then the doctor, he said, he was like, how'd you stand? Had to get paid. He just bought a Lamborghini, too. So. Dude, he's living his best life. Yeah. Definitely. And he talks about it all the time where he's like, um, uh, I don't, 
I, he's like, I don't respect the fights. I do this for money, man. This is my job. I get that. I get but that. But it's like, dude, That's if you saw that with Here's Rumble what Johnson, I would say to – here's my rebuttal to that, though, for Derek. And I'm a huge Derek Lewis fan. If you guys want to question me on that, go back and look at all the past MMA submissions where I fucking defend the guy on literally every news and topic and fight we discuss. But – Man, if you paid a little bit of respect to all aspects of the martial arts, you'd make so much more, Derek Lewis. Yeah, definitely. You could be an international star, Derek Lewis. If you actually, like, put on some wrestling shoes. <laughs> rounded out your game there. Rounded out your game. Legitimately went through a full camp. It's like the Roy Nelson effect. Where it's like, Roy, you have such talent. You'd be a great 85er. And he's like, but I love this pizza. Yeah. It is frustrating to see, and it's especially like, with Roy Nelson. And it's not saying that Roy's not good at heavyweight. It's not saying Derek's not good at heavyweight, man. It's saying you it's could be so there. much yeah. better. Like, I see things in Derek Lewis where I'm like, you could be better. Like, yeah. And you're already amazing. Think about that. He already knocked out Alexander Volkov, former Bellator champion. Mm -hmm. Think about that. So if he actually put in a full camp, get an Airdyne bike. Like, just fucking give it his all. And I'm not saying he's not giving his all in the actual fights. I think he has some of the best heart in the sport. But if you put in that discipline with, discipline with it. Yeah. And I know that he started to he, – he's actually disciplined with his diet now, supposedly. Supposedly. It's so, difficult with that uh, free chicken. So, yeah, he actually has not collected that. At all? Because he said it's awkward. It's like you're not going to like – he's like he's a guy who has money and it's always weird to walk in there and be like, can I get my free chicken? I would go in there and use it for the people in the restaurant. Like how yeah. Jay Leno uses his BK gold card? Yeah, that's all. Where he's literally, he, gets like, I, he gets a meal and then he's like, hey, what do you guys want? It, I totally get that. It would be weird to walk in and be like, I have this. It would be like walking and be like, I have this coupon and I really want to use it. Exactly. And then he'd have to like explain to the owner who he is and shit and then the owner would be like, oh, yeah, we promised that. Yeah, cool. It is, it is awkward. Or the manager, rather, would have to text the owner and be like, you know Derek Lewis is? And be like, yeah, oh, I remember that. We promised him the... Yeah, it's just cringy. I got it, Cam. You don't have to read this. Okay. Someone's writing a motherfucking essay in Twitch chat. Gotta love Twitch chat. That's definitely a quote from something. I'm going to steal it. It's from the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> There's a map on the back There's of it. There's a map on the back of Dude, the Declaration Dude, can we talk about that? National Treasure does not get enough clout. Has, has nowhere near enough clout. National Treasure was the best treasure hunting movie of the 20, 2000s and arguably of our time. I just really, in my mind, you're in front of me and you're reciting that from memory. So I just, that thought really just gets me giddy. Plus, I love America. So you you sent in that, really got my goose. For a second, I thought, because last time we were having a watch party, someone literally did the same thing. But it was just this gigantic circular reasoning paragraph where they just took a bunch, wor a bunch of words to say absolutely nothing. It's like they did that uh, Apple thing where your phone autocorrects the next word. Yeah, exactly like over that. And over exactly like that. But this, that's from the Declaration of Independence. I'm not mad at it, though, buddy. The I'm actually a big fan of it. Yeah. True story. And if you look at Derek Lewis, right? <sighs> Derek Lewis did no wrestling training prior to this uh, early fight in his career where he fought a all-American wrestler from Ohio, right? And guess what he did to him? What did he do? Knocked him out with a broken ankle. So all I'm saying is, Derek, it's the same thing with uh, Francis Ngannou, only I feel like Francis Ngannou is actually taking those steps to get better. 
I agree. I think that loss to Stipe early on was actually really good for him. Because he seems to have a very healthy mindset. And he, de- he on Food Truck Diaries with Brendan Chubb, he defended his takedown defense. Where he's like, hey, did you see he tried to take me down? I w- I'm working on it. And I'm like, well, fuck yeah. Because here's the thing. With no technique in the Stipe fight, he was able to get up, stand up three times. Mm-hmm. So here's the question. If we can teach this guy technique, and then he applies the muscle to the technique. That's the same thing with Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis is all this muscle. No one's no one's going to say that. He's a naturally, not naturally, he's not naturally 260. There's a little, there's he's a, little, a big guy, though, and he's a great puncher. You know player. what I'm saying. Yeah. And he is a lot less fat than other heavyweights at 260. Mm-hmm. For a guy who cuts to make it, he's a big fucking guy. He's very big. So he has that muscle, and if you apply that muscle to technique, it amplifies your technique. That's what I've always said about muscle. When it comes to grappling... Muscle amplifies technique. Yeah, assuming your technique is just as dialed in as the other guys, the stronger person usually wins. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, Gary Tonin had better technique than Paul Harris, but Paul Harris is a human, like, monster. Tree stump. He's a tree stump of a man. So he just kept literally tossing Gary Tonin on his head. Yeah. For the whole of the match. Ended in a draw, but that just shows you, Gary Tonin, I think, actually has way better technique. But it's just, hey, Paul Harris is going to squash he's you. An, he's a gigantic. So if we teach Francis... Muscular thing, thumb. So as if I think they're doing, they're just teaching Francis takedown defense because why would he need to know takedowns? Never. You would never need that. Literally, I would just get him a coach and be like, I would get three heavyweight wrestlers from colleges, fly them out, and just be like, take him down. But now coming up, we have Paul Craig versus Kennedy Ncheku. I think that's pretty close. That's actually Ncheku. pretty good. I'm not Ncheku. even fucking mad at that. Dude, Paul Craig, though, we've seen him fight before. He is from Scotland. Yeah, we, we just watched him fight recently. I think he's... Pretty recently. Can we pull up his record? And I can tell you which fight of his we saw. God, he looks fucking Scottish. Jim Crew. Oh, Jim Crew beat him, yes. There we go. And he got uh, knocked out by Cleo Ronfrey. Rough stuff. Yes. So, Kennedy... Is apparently another fight coming, another fighter coming out of Nigeria. Why doesn't Jim Crude have a Wikipedia page? How interesting is that, dude? There's this huge wave of Nigerian mm. fighters striking it in the UFC. Kennedy coming, uh, yeah, Kennedy coming out here now. Kennedy, the African savage Ninjeku. I watched him on uh, Dana White's Contender Series too. Yeah, but that makes like six. High-level Nigerian fighters now in the UFC. Yeah, I literally just watched him, watched him fight. And now we already have, we talked about before, we have the first African UFC champion in Kamaru Usman. And another one's going to be trying for it in Israel Adesanya come later in the year once Robert Whittaker's all healed up. Yeah, that was just very unfortunate. You know, Stylebender's going to fight Kelvin for the interim, and then mm-hmm. the winner of that Unification. Gets, to, gets to fight Hopefully. Robert Whittaker. Hopefully, Jesus Christ. I know you always say that. It's like, now with these days with the interim belts, it's like, will they fight? They don't even need to unify because anymore. there's no guarantee anymore. It used to be like, let's get these unified as soon as possible. Now there's like years between unifications. People are getting stripped of interims because they had to get surgery. And the other person, uh, so someone else took the title fight. Mm-hmm. Now they're out of the, that happened with Colby Covington where now he's... Somewhere in the mix, he's looking like he's going to challenge Kamaru Usman for the title. But it's just a, it's a mess, dude. It is an absolute mess. 
This will be going to be an interesting match. Paul Craig, one of his losses is to Tyson Pedro. If you remember him, he's the Aussie who uh, did a shoey with Taito Ivasa. Oh, yeah. I do remember that fight, actually. Really, really slick kickboxer. And he also lost to Khalil Roundtree from a knockout, which is not surprising. Khalil Roundtree hits like a fucking Mack truck. Well, Paul Craig's last five wins came by way of submission, so I don't think it's going to be a surprise as to what he does. And I don't think it's going to be a surprise as to what Kennedy's trying to do. I think all of his wins are by a TKO. Yep, he's going to try to... He's going to try to smash. He's going to try to <laughs> knock him out on the feet, undoubtedly. Oh, no, no, sorry. It's two decisions, four knockouts. For but he has four knockouts in his career, and I think yeah. that's already more than Paul Craig. Wait, there's a Kung Fu movie based on the writings of Bruce Lee coming out? What is this? Whoa. How do you feel about Kung Fu movies? Do you feel like they're good or bad for martial arts? I feel like they're good when... Uh, are they good for martial arts? Yeah, definitely. I, I think so, too. Because they get the word out there. And a lot of the movies teach, like, humility. Like, actual love for the art. And they show cool shit. Anything that raises awareness about martial arts and gets people involved, I'm a fan of. Because spinning shit is cool. And you can throw spinning shit in the gym. If you, if you can appreciate it for what it is, you just have to understand that, like, some of the acting is going to be dicey, you know? Yeah, of course. And that's but, just part of it. But then you have guys like Mark DeCassi. DeCassi? You know what I'm talking about? The uh, British guy? He actually is, like, a human highlight reel, dude. The amount of like the spinning, the sh- yes. Yeah, I know. The amount of about. spinning shit this guy can throw in a fight is actually astounding. Yeah, he is really fun to watch. And that's what I want to tell people. Like, people watch uh, kung fu movies and they're like, "This could never happen." And I'm like, "Well, depending on the combat situation." Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon is one of the best, dude. And like movies. some of their kicks, I'm like, "That's legit." Like, oh yeah, you could land that shit. Yeah, there's some. But then others... Then like, there's, like... There's some taekwondo kicks where they're spinning three times in the air and yeah, it's, like... and they flutter their legs and it makes them jump across the air. And, and it's, it's like, like, hey, you're getting taken down. You're jumping oh. into a double leg. Yeah. <laughs> it, like I said, though, it just raises awareness, which is always nice. But then you have guys like out there like Raymond Daniels who saw the kickboxer and was like, I'm gonna try it. Yeah. And he's hitting just insane it, didn't shit. Didn't Raymond Daniels' father, like, train him from a young age, though? Yeah. A That's lot of those fun. guys who hit the spinning shit have like sensei fathers wonder boy yeah. wonder boy dad since a young age karate taught him real karate, that karate which is so you want to talk about you want to talk about bastardization of one of the most efficient martial arts in the world karate for sure we talked about this all the time i think karate is legit as fuck mm-hmm. if you go to the right dojo yeah because so many dojos are these ticky tack dojos in the united states they just especially teach you katas and then they give out belts exactly and it's a good thing for like kids after school if they're busy but they're not learning real karate Mm -hmm. real karate is it's based on sparring and fighting and actually landing shit yeah and learning how to move in and out it's a legitimate stand-up uh technique like it's you can integrate it into a successful and even fighters who have american boxing like hands they have karate like movement yeah absolutely in and out constantly the in and out movement of karate is like shown and taekwondo they kind of do the same thing Mm-hmm. A little bit different, you know, because karate, they stand sideways, bouncing a bit more. But Taekwondo, yeah, I mean, both those martial arts, I think, are really legit. Karate especially, though, because they also incorporate punches. I would just like to see more real karate getting, like, permeated and being... Pe- and people, like... Because people think karate is bitch shit now. 
And I'm like, guys, if it if it's legitimate karate, it's 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 good stuff. It's good stuff. It's like going if you go to the right dojo. Yeah. It's like I got to preface it with that. And there are not many good karate studios. Yeah, because it, ideally a kar- a good karate gym would also be aware that you need to have a ground game and you need to have exactly. other aspects of fighting. Involved. And there are ones like that now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where guys are like, I'm going to teach you karate, but dude, learn to other stuff. Huh? I was going to say, yeah, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we also have uh, jujitsu coaches come in because you're going to get taken down throwing kicks like this. Exactly. You're going to get taken down. And you saw Steven Wonderboy. He had to learn wrestling. He likes worked relentlessly on his wrestling. Mm-hmm. This is because when you're in that karate stance, you're going to get shot on all day. Absolutely. His movement's so good, though. It really helps with takedown defense. Oh, my God. It's so fast. He's next level. So much faster than an orthodox fighter standing, like, you know, the normal athletic stance. Oh, yeah. And the problem is, like, he's so nice. I was I was having that issue last time he fought. I showed you the Instagram clip of fighters after their knockout losses, and it's devastating. All these fighters are, like, so emotionally devastated and then it cuts to steven thompson he's like oh what i get hit with golly god shucks i don't even remember anything i woke up in here and they're like you got knocked the f out man and i'm like so ninja i didn't even see it coming superman punch off the cage he's like respect the pettis love that guy and i'm just like i never want you to lose another fight and i want you to be the champion forever and you want to talk about a martial artist that's what it is yeah a guy who literally get, gets knocked out is not salty on Twitter. Oh, great knee to the body there from Kennedy. Holy but shit. But allows Craig to get a single leg. Oh! Oh! oh I, I thought I... Th- Massive elbows from Kennedy. I thought I saw him go limp there for a second. He didn't, though. No, it's probably just a little jarring catching those elbows. Oh, oh yeah. For, the, for, the, for our viewers, we're at 408, 407, 406, and so on. Yeah, make sure you comb the chat see if anyone's what starting What kind of move was that? Yeah, that was a that was questionable about how he just got reversed to the ground like that. Question mark. Fighters should make more money, Matt. In their uh, absolutely YouTube chat. watching Wonder Boy, dude. Yeah, they give should him make all more. the money because we need to, we need more guys like Wonder Boy, guys who are themselves. I have no problem with trash talk, and we were talking about this off the off air. We were talking about. I have no problem with trash talk, but I feel like when people are phony with their trash talk and it's not really who they are, it's damaging martial arts, especially in the West. Craig put his wrestling shoes on. He might have a razor arm bar here. He has the arm of Kennedy trapped. You know what I mean? Um, what did you say? I said when uh, I, I have a problem with uh, trash talking when it's uncharacteristic for the fighters. Yeah, it feels gross. And it's tainting martial arts in the West for me a lot. Oh, fantastic elbow from Kennedy. Holy that shit. all these guys are being forced to trash talk and they're not good at it and it's not who they are. I agree completely. Because you have a guy like Wonder Boy who doesn't need to do any of that. And he's a fan favorite. I think those fights with Tyron really hurt uh, his progression as far as star power goes, but I think he'll be up there in no time for sure. He could be. A, he has definitely. He definitely has the potential to be a household name after a couple big wins, a couple more, I should say. But yeah, the Pettis knockout didn't help. Did not help at all. His reaction to it certainly Bounce, did, though. Yeah, it definitely did. Showed a lot of humility, especially when he bounces off the cage and Superman punches you. Nobody you thought that was coming, though. Who so could? I mean, I did. Well. We can watch the you tape. Said, you said you wanted it to happen. I said I said he would have to get creative if he wants to land. 
Yeah, but I'm saying you didn't think that he that's how oh, he was going to win. No. You didn't think you didn't even think he was going to win. You wanted him yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to win. I didn't think he was going to win. And I sure as shit did not think he was going to throw a Superman punch after bouncing off the cage. I'll tell you what. Pettis just goes for stuff. And it is badass. It fucking it's, makes him unpredictable. And when you're unpredictable, you're dangerous. Absolutely. I was going to say something. Oh, yes. Um, unfortunately, with this new SPN deal... I really think that the uh, it's pretty obvious to me that the fighters are going to end up making significantly less money. Oh yeah, because now you have to buy pay per views through ESPN Plus. You have to have ESPN Plus, and then through ESPN Plus you will purchase your pay per view events. You can no longer go on Directv, call them up, and be like, "Hey, I want the fights." There's a barrier to entry entry in already having an ESPN Plus subscription. So, so now instead of everyone, including casual fans, being able to buy pay per views, you take the subset of people who are junkies like us who will watch any fight. And now only us can, only we can buy pay-per-views. And the issue with that is pay-per-view points, thing of the past. It's fucking garbage now. Why would you negotiate for less money but pay-per-view points now? You wouldn't. So now a lot of fighters, the word is, they're going to want to try to renegotiate their contracts. Pay-per-view points aren't going to be a thing. Because um, now you're going to want a higher salary with no pay-per-view points. Exposure for, for up-and-coming fighters significantly decreased. Significantly decreased. Yeah, because instead of getting on a pay-per-view where a lot of casuals are turning in You'll and never, sh making a show. The pool's smaller than ever. Yeah. And the the business but model, I guarantee the you. the exposure for the sport, I agree for exposure for fighters is down, but exposure for the sport as oh, a whole is a huge up. need of the solar plexus. Drops Paul Craig. Get up, Paul Craig. Ooh. He wanted to go to the ground, though. Yeah, he did. He was trying to lure him down there. Um. But yeah, I agree. Being on ESPN in general is a good move. And if they could make the ESPN Plus pay-per-view model more affordable, I think it could eventually be a good move. But right now, this, uh, what is it, $5 a month or $10 a month, something like that? Yeah. Uh, it's like 5 or $10 a month. And then you have to pay $60 each time you have a card. That's insane. That's insane. But if you could make it like $20 a month or $15 a month, all-inclusive, now that's a really good deal. That's in my a really opinion. good deal. To get all the pay-per-views And I think that you, you'd you be more likely to see uh, less... Oh, wow. Paul Craig looking hurt. And to answer the question in the chat, Paul Craig is fighting Kennedy Nijekowu right now. That's pretty close. I'm trying so hard. <laughs> but um, There's no phonetic next to the I name, saying? so it's hard for me. If it were $15 a month and everything were included, I think you're, you'd be more likely to see uh, less hardcore fans be more inclined to spring for it you know what i'm saying but if you're not a massive fight fan if you're just a guy who knows like conor mcgregor and john jones you're never buying a pay-per-view again i guess because you're not gonna buy espn plus just for ufc if you only know two guys dana hates direct tv i don't think that's it at all i think they wanted to i think they realized that the pay-per-view model is not working for them anymore because they can't be reliant on stars connor's retired they just have john jones now and he and now even he is not the biggest pay-per-view and now the ufc has complete control because before a fighter could get so large that their pay-per-view buys would give them a lot of our bartering power with the ufc now the ufc is the gatekeeper and they're gonna be like oh you don't want to take that fight I, I do agree with you that it feels like the, the UFC is now constricting fighters' abilities to rise to that level of star star power. But I felt like this whole ESPN move was more out of desperation than anything. The UFC is like this. I don't this think it's desperate. They're still definitely. making their nut. Oh, did yeah, but because this move is to ensure that. They, were, they would not continue to if it were the traditional pay-per-view model. I That's why they're like, that. okay, pay-per-view's not working. We're over here now. That's with the assumption that they're not going to have any more stars. 
They're not going to. They Why are. do you think they made this move? They I, are. I don't think. I they think will. they're going to have a lot more stars. But the problem is, the problem nowhere is, near. No, the problem big. is. Okay, what's the, the problem? problem? Is you tell me what. Tell me what it is. I'm going to tell, tell you is. what the problem is. Now you made me fucking forget. <laughs> you Must not me. have been that big. Of a no, because here's the here's the problem. People th- only remember Conor McGregor and John Jones. And they don't know about all the pr- perspective stars, but the problem is with the USADA testing pool, you have guys getting jammed up. Let go of the fence. Guys like Sean O'Malley, you're holding on to the fence, Kennedy. Let go of the fence. Kennedy's holding on to the fence. Literally, is a handful of fe- still has a handful of fence. Let go of still the fence. Still has a handful of fence. What is going on with the ref? What is going He's on? He's still holding Still on. holding on to the fence to get the ref in there. Jesus. What was that about? You'd think my man is working at fucking Home Depot in the fencing section. Dude. Very odd. He was just wouldn't let go. And the ref just, oh, now he has position off of That's it? That's terrible. This is not going to go well. Yeah, but okay. Um, anyway, I think back to what you were uh, saying. You have young stars like Paul, Sean O'Malley getting jammed up in the USADA testing pool for caffeine pills. You know? DAZN is only ten dollars a month, and you get everything. Yeah, but what That's are you getting? That's pretty fucking good. Well, a bunch of boxers now are signing deals with DAZN. Like Triple G, all his next three fights are on DAZN. Uh, yeah, I've heard of that. Uh, Dante Wilder turned uh, down that. Bellator, deal. all uh, I think all of their pay per views are on DAZN, if I believe. Yeah, I think I, I'm almost positive. Yeah, I get it. But when you make moves like this, you're appealing to a niche base rather than expanding the sport. You're not expanding the sport by niche making base a move right like here. This. Yeah, but you'll follow them anywhere. Exactly, that's fair. I'm like the fucking... This move, that's what I'm saying. This move is not to broaden the business's horizons. You're not going to be bringing new eyes to the sport by doing this. Hardcores are like that that girl you keep around that's not your girlfriend, but you keep around so that when you feel lonely, she she compliments you and she really likes you. Yeah, bro, that's fucked. Yeah, I don't have one of them. I'm just saying, like, we are like that for the UFC because they know no matter what, we're still going to tune in. They'll make, like, offensively gross fights where people just jump the line. Like, Tiago Santos versus John Jones, and you're yeah. like, I'm going to watch it. I'll watch it. I agree. That That's going to be a Or sometimes being fight. a hardcore fan, it's almost like just fucking, you're just asking the UFC, just spit on me. It's whatever, dude. It's whatever. Well, no, come on, dude. If they really cared about what hardcore's thought, they would have made Stipe John. Paul Craig kick to the dick. You know, would they have not? What? Wouldn't they have made Stipe versus John Jones if they cared what the hardcore thought? Oh my God! This is Sparta kick right to the ball. If bag. they were appealing to their niche base, as you say, wouldn't no. they make that fight? No, no, they wouldn't. John has you, to. So agree. you would think hardcores. Want to see Tiago Santos versus John Jones more than Stipe versus? John. Obviously not. There Obviously you go. Not. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the business model. Change. I know. I'm saying. I was saying. So what that are you saying? I was just saying that the UFC doesn't care about like what the fights that hardcore fans want to see. No, they don't. They care about what is most profitable. Yeah. Bottom line. And it sucks, especially being a hardcore fan. Because sometimes I'm like, dude, just <laughs> you guys just gotta make the fight. That you gotta is- make the fight. It's like Paul, the, Paul Craig has Matt Burn, and it is horrific. Where is that? On b- both of his knees. They were completely raw. And it is painful to look at. Oof. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's tough, huh? I don't know if you've been... Have you been in a... Ca- like on a... Not in the octagon, It's a obviously, terrible surface. But have you been on canvas like that? Terrible. 
Hey, make it a mat. It's like cheese grater stuff. It's, it's terrible. It's so rough. It doesn't feel good at all. It's so rough. I don't know how people shoot shots on that shit. It's tough. It'll it'll you'll get mat burn immediately. And I've never understood why they don't just fucking maybe because you get more traction. Yeah, you get more uh, yeah, grip definitely. on the canvas for striking. Well, it just shows what type of fight they want you to fight. Yeah, for kicks. Definitely. Definitely throw... They don't want them fighting on a wrestling mat. Then every fight would be a grappling fight. But... I definitely think Kennedy's getting the better of this fight, though. Especially on the scorecards, even though... If, even though we could, we've seen Paul have his moments on the ground. I don't think it's weakness, though, that forced them to work... To, like, extend this deal and... Go for this. I think it was them saying, hey, we're heading to the digital age. Let's partner with fucking Disney. Like, let's partner with Disney. Let's ensure the sports, like, survival. I agree. I think like the pay-per-view model incurs way more risk. But yeah. this one, you're going to have – you have your base now. And now that we have our base and you have ESPN is happy, you're happy, that's good. Once Disney's happy – yeah, and I think that's it a could very be, powerful I think friend. it could be a good move. You just have to make it more affordable. You have to make it more cost of, you have to make it make sense to your typical fan. And right now it doesn't. Ten dollars a month or five dollars a month plus sixty bucks for every pay per view event. <laughs> I think it's like five dollars less. No, it makes no you end up paying more for sure. No, no, I'm saying it's five dollars less for the pay per views now. You do end up paying oh, more in the You end up paying run. more per per year for your UFC If you're a hardcore, fights. yeah. yeah. Um, quantity is sometimes better. Cheap prices with no comments will bring looky loos. Uh, as far as quantity goes, I don't think quantity, quantity is almost never better. When it um, comes to what? When it comes to what's best for the, uh, the fans. I think it's sometimes better. If we're getting fight cards every weekend like this, I love that. No, I, I do not like it at all. I like it a we're lot. We're getting a diminished product. They're putting on fights this often to squeeze every dollar they can. I like, no, they no, they could keep the ESPN plus model and not have a fight card every weekend. The fact they I'm do not have a fight card every weekend is, that's not what I'm saying. the quality of UFC fights, uh, even a bad UFC card is like a mediocre Bellator card. No one's saying that. The, the, it's because the rosters are completely different. The roster of the exactly. UFC is so quantity is sometimes better. No, quantity is not better. I'm for saying the it's product, sometimes better for the yeah. product. When is it better? When we get to see fights every weekend. You know, sure we don't have you those don't stacked. See the great sure cards. we don't have stacked you don't get great UFC cards. 100 cards. But I get to see fights like Gaethje Barbosa, and then the next weekend I get to see like Masvidal versus Till. Or you're see you're you're the perfect fan, but you're not looking at this from a business perspective. And the UFC is. I want the most fights. Yeah. Because that, I love fighting. I totally fighting. get where you're coming from because I agree with you. Do you understand you? where I'm coming from? Yeah. As like a I hardcore fan. I the more fights, the better it is for me. I agree with you. But the UFC is like, uh, we need to put on more fights as well now because we need to drain every cent we can. It, it would ins If they were to keep the business, the business model of pay-per-view events, it would be better in my opinion to do less events and have these blowout cards where it's like, oh my God, every fight on here is like a main event. But now we have an event practically every single week. And Dude. now... Paul Craig, oh, he just got dropped. He just got jabbed in the eyes. Oh, and he's, oh that was an po eye poke? Holy shit. And now, and now we have these events where it's like, all these fights are shit except for the main event 
I'll skip it. And then it turns into you skipping two events, three events, four events, as opposed to those. How often do you miss like UFC 200, which was kind of granted it was last lackluster, but you're not going to miss it because every car, every fight on there is like, holy shit, holy shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to miss that. But with these, it's easy to get in this routine where you're like, I'll skip it. I'll skip this one too. There are some fights where I'm like, hmm. Where, like, you just make that noise. And even and you even say I, that. And I've watched, like, I watch Cage Warriors, That's bro. exactly what I'm saying. And now, like imagine, the beard. Imagine, the, imagine the average fan, fan who's like, I heard that Joe Rogan talking about fighting. I'm going to check this out. And they're like, ah, yeah. what the fuck? He gets these, like, fucking bow hunters or whatever. And they're like, let me try it. Let me check out this MMA stuff. Loyalty up values everything. Sometimes better cards sometimes better cards is better and not only main events yeah i think i was echoing that sentiment i agree with you i want better cards different sometimes. different arguments i don't think either is like a um, point is getting oh, taken away from kennedy point getting taken away from kennedy for the eye pokes he put his finger through the brain of he paul did craig. dude that was horrible hey guess what paul craig is not gonna be able to see in that eye for the rest of this fight there are three minutes i bet he's seeing nothing i bet he's seeing three of kennedy yeah literally but yeah, that's just how I feel. Oh, dude, that Matt burn is—it's painful to look his at. His knees disgusting. are bleeding. Yeah, it's disgusting. There's yeah. no skin there. I, that's gonna hurt so badly tomorrow. I can't even imagine. Every oh, time he bends his, I'd knee, go to the store and get Vaseline, Vaseline so and bandages, and you're good. Um, Neosporin, dude. What was I gonna say? Fucking triage that shit. Yeah, he's got to do something. But yeah, I'm not saying that this is like the death of the UFC or anything. But it's the UFC being like, we kind of got to change things up. This paper, this uh, subscription model could be beneficial, but I guarantee they're going to end up changing that price point because it's kind of outrageous. What's up, Abdul, in the chat? How's it going, bro? How's it going? Are you YouTube? watching UFC Philadelphia as well? Super pumped for the main event tonight. Definitely. We appreciate everyone stopping by on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook, as well as on Periscope. We greatly appreciate it if you subscribe to the YouTube channel, Bucket of Wind. Leave us a rating slash review on iTunes. It helps us out a lot. Yes. So I definitely. And then think we can have Steepy on and talk about how he's getting fucked nonstop. So hard by the UFC. So I definitely think this fight is going to go the way of Kennedy, despite the fact that um, Paul he Craig lost a point this round. Paul Craig has some tough tattoos, huh? He has puzzle pieces on his abdomen. Hello? No, I'm just here to annoy you. That's fine. Oh, that's that's cool, dude. That's cool. Yeah. That message already annoyed me, so. I was going to say, yeah, I'm already triggered. I'm already, yeah, I'm already triggered. Mission uh, accomplished. I have internalized depression right now. I mean, you take, um, you think about Edson Barbosa's last fight, right? Let's do a bit of a retrospective to where he almost murdered a man. And Craig said, is gay as fuck. Oh, says Abdul. is he actually? Is he for real? Yeah, I don't want to be homophobic. I don't think there are a lot of uh, openly gay UFC fighters. Bro, I don't think that's a culture that yeah. would be like the most accepting. Open arms. <laughs> I don't think that'd be the most accepting so. if you came out to your gym. <laughs> Not my first choice. If that'd I be were, tough. In Craig's apparently gay shoes. Oh, we got a triangle. Posture. Oh, Craig's got a triangle. Oh. Kennedy's had out. a triangle. But um, look at that mad burn. Fuck off, dude. Dude. I thought I downloaded Periscope. Oh, thank you, man. Appreciate you. it. Definitely hit up the Periscope. We appreciate it. If you go. Oh, Kennedy. St oh, wait. 
Kennedy taps and Paul Craig gets the submission win. It's a contested though. No, it's not. Wait, no, what happened? Illuminati joke. Dude, I try to shout out our Twitter and Wait. literally I look away for one second. Wait, Kennedy's saying... Wait, Kennedy just said that he didn't tap. Hold on. Oh shit, we don't have the handy dandy... Who, who misplaced them? Headphones. Oh, we'll, we'll see it again. We'll see it again. It looked like a tap. Here you go. We got our studio analyst. Here, here. We'll just watch. We'll just watch. Watch, watch. Okay, let's watch. So he has Congrats, him here. Triangle. triangle. Great. Triangle up, and it turns it completely over. He oh, he taps. Obviously. He taps, obviously. It was a scissor sweep. Yeah. Attempted scissor sweep to get him to base, and then he put the triangle on there. Very clearly. Slapped a triangle on there, and then he finished him out to triangle. <laughs> Robbie didn't tap? <laughs> Robbie, Robbie didn't, didn't tap. tap. Hey, he didn't tap. I don't think he tapped. Hey, he, well, also, he definitely didn't He tap. also didn't go out. I don't think he went out. I don't think he fucking went out. Uh, but I can't. I can't but then, fault Herb Dean there too much. Yeah, he did not fucking go out. Paul Craig, though, with the late submission oh, win no, from that. behind. He might he might have earned himself 50 grand there. He that was, was phenomenal. hurt multiple times in that fight. He never gave up, though, on that submission. And guess what? That map burned, worth it now. Yeah, I would Imagine say so. if you lose and you're vaseline your legs the next day. Jesus. It's dark stuff. At least you won. Yeah, imagine losing and then having to rub it. <laughs> exactly. What a shitty shit. You're shitty fucking, day. you have to go to your, like, your scheduled after party that you're paid to be at, and you have to, like, Vaseline up your knees. My job Get out the Neosporin. <laughs> fucking horrible. It's not the most glamorous. Oh, wait, hold on. We have a comment in the Facebook chat. Oh, yeah. He said the uh, a body shots hurt him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, here's what I will say The body shots definitely can hurt him. Can we do him. a retrospective, really quick? You can do whatever you want. It's on our show. Yeah, I know. On Edson Barbosa's last fight with Dan Hooker. Because Edson killed a guy in the cage. That was one of the most brutal fights. I rewatched it getting ready for this fight card. Didn't Dan Hooker actually have, like, severe damage to, like, some internal organs? I think he had a punctured lung or something like that. That was, uh... That's Paul Felder. That's Paul Felder. There was something, like, can we look up... Actually, let's look up the extent of Dan Hooker's injuries. Jorge's gonna whoop Ben? Um... I don't know. I don't know. Jorge's stand-up is definitely... Definitely better than Ben's. So much better. So much better. So much better. So much better. I sound like a 12-year-old girl fucking... We're kind of in the minority as far as that whole Jorge... At least I still am. I think it was him walking up to... um, And Kamal Usman agrees with us. Oh, really? Talked about it. Does he? Yeah, because he said, here's the thing, man, like... I, I think him taking those cheap shots at Leon Edwards, and they were cheap shots, I think that was shitty. I thought it was shitty too. You can't just like step up to someone and just because their hand hands are up, you're a fighter and you're protecting yourself. His hands are up because he's protecting himself. And for you to sucker punch him once you get up close, is, I think it's sh- I think it's shit. It's terrible. It's kind of baloney. And then they interview him and he's like, I had to give him that three piece with the like trying it's, to. That's it off. funny. It's funny, but what you did was shitty, dude. Yeah, I think there's more honor in beating a dude's ass inside the cage. When he's fully prepared for you, and then he has no excuse. I know, but to, and people are like, I would never swing on a, to that whole thing. And why would like, you ever swing on a guy outside of the cage? I don't. It makes no I sense. I get you get paid. You get you paid fight to for fight. Money. And then people are like, oh, you know, when you talk shit, that's what happens. 
in to, in today's UFC, are you really gonna get mad at someone for promoting a, a bro? This is the fight? this is the NBA of fighting. Why are, say, why are why are you throwing punches outside the cage? This is the kind of shit that permeate permeates into the sport, and that's why we're in the super fight era. That's why we're in the everyone must talk shit, even though they're not that type of person. Like this is why a lot of like the guys in the when you have Ally Kinta trying to talk shit, it hurts. Unemployed Mario Yamasaki jumping back in here. Come on, guys, live a little. I, I I'm not I'm not not a fan of Jorge anymore. Oh, I like it. Yeah, I like the. Game. I told the, I told him. Do I agree with what he did? No. Was the three abuse with the soda line so fucking hilarious? Yes, and also I agree with you, loyalty that. Jorge is from the streets, dude, and in the streets, there's a different set of rules. But you're not in the streets anymore. Exactly. But the thing That's is, like, my thing. I get like, dude, it's not this, like you went this back guy to was Miami in dogfight. Some... Like, you know what I mean? Guys, Jorge behind you with a three-piece and a soda. Yeah, I, be... I just turn around. And he just again. I would be fucked. He could give me a twelve-piece. Yeah, I was gonna say. I would have no answer. I don't think I have any pieces to give back. I think no. I'm just gonna take all the pieces. No. I'd run while he force-fed Cameron. Yeah, I was gonna say. He'd fuck hey, you. Hey, does he actually give me soda after? Because that'd be kind of nice. At least give me something. Frankie Edgar in the stands. So is Paul Felder. Wait, Paul Felder has a daughter? Apparently. He's got some kid on his lap. Wait a second. <laughs> or that's no, a kid he stole. Yeah, he's abducted a child. <laughs> Looks just like him. Who's also he redhead. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give him a receipt. Paul Felder hitting the bell at a Sixers game. Gotta love to see that. We need no receipts. All that stuff is tracked online now. Cameron doesn't need a physical reminder of how Jorge Masvidal had his way with him. Dude. I don't want that to happen. I don't want a guy with the Jesus hair and beard beating the shit out of me. It's not, it's not what I want. It's not a good look, as they say. It is a bad look. That makes. Me I'd rather bad. get knocked out by... Real bad. Dana hates Mario? Yeah. I'd rather get knocked out by Butterbean, because at least that's funny looking, than getting knocked out by a guy who's just like a really good fighter. Because that's like not surprising, and it's just going to Who's suck. that ref that Dana has that deep-seated hatred for? Oh, Steve Mazzagatti. Steve Mazzagatti. Steve Mazzagatti will never fucking work again. That's fucking illegal. That's fucking illegal. Huge fight coming up next. I cannot wait for this fight. Wait. Carolina Kevolkovich versus Michelle Waters. Dana hates his uh, weird uh, comment. Yeah, I hey, I know that Faggle. Dana, I know that <laughs> Dana hates his own mother. I think so. He has that angry, aggressive Boston accent with people he cares about, which is odd. Is Dana White's mom still alive? I think he has like four hundred million dollars. So if not, he probably put her on ice. Yeah, she's cryogenically I frozen. If I were as rich as he is. Yeah, you got that cash. Oh, Michelle Watterson choking out Paige Van Zandt there. What'd you think of that fight? Two hotties going at it? I mean, like, why? That's what I had asked. Because Paige Van Zandt wasn't ready for that, and Michelle Watterson was also a star, so, like, why risk both their star power? I don't know. And, what if, and what if they had a boring fight? Uh, I liked it a little bit. Dude, it's like that race to Ostovich. Jesus. It's not that hard. Versus Paige Van Zandt fight? God. Rachel Ostovich, hottest MMA fighter. Hottest MMA fighter. Not even close. If you talk, you get the matches and the title shots. That's the name of the game nowadays. So I don't know what he expects. That's my thing. Who? Jorge. Leon's talking shit. That's par for the course, baby. And now when you you box Leon Edwards, guess what? Now... More money. Now people are going to try to fight. More money. Leon's talking shit. Just... Talk shit back. You'll uh, get paid more. I would just fucking 
Like, dude, like, you don't even have to, like, you just clown them like Askren does and get, like, really popular That's off not that. his style, though. That's not Horace style. I don't yeah. think he's a very, like, I, gonna say. I don't think he's a very haha jokey guy. He gets very serious. You see him? I don't think he's going to tell jokes other than that three-piece I one. don't think he tells, yeah, other than that, I don't think he's a very yeah. jokey guy. He tells a joke after felony assault. Looking forward to seeing this one. Don't know how it's going to. How shake funny out. is it though that since they're professional fighters, you're not going to press charges because that is illegal. But they're fighters, so it's like, yeah. What are you Whatever do? happened to the fights with one arm? To the fighter with one arm, Nick Knoll. Oh, dude, dude, they can't let him fight. You can't let him fight. First of all, he's hitting the dude with like the fucking bone, which I feel like is cheating. <laughs> it's like it's like a it's like a your, spear tipping your lance. <laughs> it's tipping your lance and like uh, in in uh, what lands, was that movie? He lands his left hand and then just fucking stabs the guy with his with his was his it bones, tails? his radius and his ulna just sharpened down. What it's was, a, knight a knight's tail. A knight's tail. That's what it was. They he, tipped he, he tipped his lance. His <laughs> lance. That's literally what Nick Noel was doing because he had a fucking bone that was jutting out of yeah. his stub and when he was Nick just jabbing eye pokes. He fucking impales them. And also, people just started grappling him because obviously he doesn't have a hand on one of his arms. It's kind of unfair. Well, it's like when he has a disability, like, here's the sad thing, and people don't want to recognize it. When fighters have disabilities and they're fighting, you're going to take advantage of it, and it gets real dark. It does get dark. Like, he was on Dana White's Contender Series. That fight got really dark because the guy started really taking advantage of him having one fucking hand. You would think that he'd get head kicked, and it would be brutal. But he's actually... He started to get head kicked in that fight. He hasn't gotten knocked out with a head no, kick. No, not though. knocked out, but he started getting slapped in the face with those head kicks, and I'm like, he doesn't have a fucking hand to block it. It's t what do you do? Exactly, and I'm like, yikes! And and if he does get knocked out, right? How does that make the UFC look? Where it's like, hey, Dana White, you let yeah, this yeah, happen. Exactly. So I think they had him on to like promote his cause. You can't win. They had him on the contender series to promote his cause, but they're like, we don't want this guy to come to the UFC. Yeah. Because he's gonna go up against a guy who has equal skills but two hands, and he's gonna get the shit kicked yeah. out of him. And it's not fair. And then, and then if he does well, it doesn't bode well for the UFC. It's like, look at how much this one person Nick has overcome. And then as soon as he loses, immediately it's we like, turn on the UFC. How could you let this happen? It's like that wrestler. How have you seen you? him? He has no fucking legs. Hey, have you seen this that? might be a hot take, but that's cheating. That's oh my god. You don't have He's legs. He's so good at wrestling because he wrestles. He has. How like, do I shoot? Okay. Let's talk about this. This is just Greco. Okay. I just use your arms. Let's talk about this. He has the torso of a 195 pounder and he wrestles 120. That's cheating. So he is so much stronger than the dudes he's wrestling. And also, there's nowhere to shoot. But if he tried to transition MMA, that guy, the fight would be a hate crime. Let's be real. Because the guy would just get jabbed in the face unrelentlessly. It's cheating. Yeah. I'm upset. I don't even like talking about it because I imagine wrestling him. Oh, what wrestling him is cheating. Do you do? He's going to be way stronger than you because literally we joke about like cutting off legs to make weight. He did. <laughs> no, he did not. <laughs> he's born without legs. <laughs> it's a very inspiring story. And he actually played football and was an All-American or some shit. Like literally. I don't believe it. No, he made the All-American team as a linebacker. We can look him up. But he, you out. he's actually wrestling in college now. All American football player, <laughs> no legs. <laughs> but he actually, um, he's wrestling in college now. But dude, if they, he tried to transition to MMA, it would just be silly. And it's, this, it's the same thing with the dude with uh, one hand, Nick Noll or whatever. 
That's not him. That's him, I think. In the purple uniform down there. Yeah, there's a guy with no legs playing football. You said he was an All-American. That's the impressive part. He's not an All-American. Well, it's impressive that he played That's not him. Legs. That's not him. That's wrong. NFL I'll show player. you on Instagram later. He can do like f- like 40-foot box jumps, though, which is pretty impressive. I don't believe you. Dude, am I going to pull this up? Do it. My phone's in, in How room. does he jump with no legs? Is this me being he literally He literally takes his arms and fucking jumps. He jumps with his arms? I swear to God. Okay. Type in no leg wrestler Instagram. Yeah, that's him right there. Wrestler born without legs doing box jumps. Get the fuck out of Watch here. Watch it. That's high, dude. That's at least three feet. That's three feet. <gasps> jumps on his hands. And he did play football. This, this is the guy. He's a 120 wow. pounder. There's no way that's three feet, but that's impressive. That's no excuses. The Zion story. His name is Zion. Wow. Talk about perseverance, but that guy, transition MMA, it'd be tough. My guy is fucking... That's impressive. I don't know if I could show this. They'll pull it for sure. Yeah. No, show it. I don't think he'd be... I mean, we're talking about how awesome he is. Fair and enough. how literally, dude, the dude's born without legs, and he's like, hey, you think I'm just going to sit around Look in a wheelchair? This. I'm going to be a fucking athlete. No legs. And he presses off the ground to get up there. Boom! Dude. That's impressive. Hey. Okay, color me impressed. What are you going to do? That's impressive. That's it's tough to do. Make sure you get... Yeah. There we go. I would ankle pick him. Holy shit. Abdul, you're fucking flaming, dude. That upset me. Holy shit, that's actually so good, though. I would. Oh, this fight's underway. I can't wait. Michelle, Michelle Watterson versus Karolina Kovalkovich. Let's fucking ride, boys. 440, 439. Let us know in the chat who you think is going to win this one. Might be a little silent. I want to watch this. I'm yeah, so I, I legitimately want to see this one. Definitely better movement than Paul Craig and Kennedy. Already, huh? They're already better fighters. Just obvious. The level is, like, clear, though. Oh, my God. Carolina throws massive combos. Oh, my God. Constantly throwing eight strikes in a fucking row, dude. Jeez. Her and, uh... Young Jacek, very much cut from the same cloth. Unemployed Marisaki, you think the legless wrestler's on the juice? Do you test that guy? If I'm being real, I would. Dude, how fucking you'd be seen as like the most evil man in the world to just like test the dude with no legs and then be like, oh, he's on the shit. You're suspended. You're suspended. <laughs> you have an unfair advantage. You're gonna tell that guy. <laughs> so you're gonna tell me a sex shake by is gonna tell me is an unfair advantage. You're cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit, that's actually so fucked up, dude. Jesus. Man has no legs. It's going to decision. Only way Carolina wins is she gets her down. Really? I think Michelle Waterson's got a pretty good jits game. I hate when people say jits. I hate myself. Dude, I fucking hate that. BJJ. Dude, you do jits, bro? I watch PK, and Woody always says jits, and it's like... Yeah. This is jits vocabulary. though. It's permeated its way in. Yeah. It's definitely not jits. Yeah. It's jits if you also surf. <laughs> and I don't do that. 
But now we have Michelle Watterson, dude, very hot, moving a lot. Yep. She's also super hot. Did you see? We talked about this, the ESPN body issue. I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah. Did googly moogly. The only problem with the body issue is, dude, you flip through the body issue, right? And you see like hot female athletes. Then you turn the page and you see DeAndre Naked Jordan's men. ass yeah. cheeks. I don't want to see that. And there's no, no smoke against know DeAndre Jordan. No, your audience. It's ESPN. Or or Bryce Harper. No smoke against those guys. I just don't want to see their dong as I'm flipping through the body issue. They don't show up dicks, though. I know what you mean, though. Like, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, don't. just don't show. Like, have, like, a female body issue and a men's body issue. Don't because put them in the same magazine. It's very clear which one I want to see. I practice BJJ with her. Get the fuck out of here. For real? There's no way. Maybe you did a seminar with her. That's pretty cool. Only people who wear scarves during the summer call it jits. You're goddamn right. Dude. Dude. Mario. Only, only Mario, I almost just fucking busted when only you said people that. that was so actually great. drink with their pinkies up call it jits. Dear God. We all know that guy at a party who calls it jits, and he's done it like three times. Cameron, you a little insecure? You insecure, buddy? About what? Oh, about dicks? seeing the dicks? No, dude, it's just like... It's, I don't know why I was saying Like that. I just said, I have nothing wrong with it. They're very fit dudes. They don't show the dirty bits. It's just... Well, no, it's also that I'm seeing... Oh, I'm like, oh, sweet, dude, Michelle Waters, and then I flip, and it's just Bryce Harper, like, ass cheeks out throwing a baseball, and I'm like, uh He can't flip the page. They're stuck together. <laughs> just flip the page, dude. That is true. Just Jay Volkovich is getting the better of these exchanges on the feet in the first round here. As much as it pains me to say. Hey, Paige should just completely retire from fighting. Oh, wait. Model, huh? You practice BJJ with her at her house right next to her husband? Dear God. This is becoming a porno. Oh, no. This is some three-way action. This is some freak-a-leak type stuff. Her jiu-jitsu is good. I guarantee you that you would not be worried about fucking her. Well, you probably still would be, but she'd be choking you. She'd be choking you? Yeah. Wait, why would she be choking you? Jiu-jitsu. Yeah, but you're... Oh, okay. I thought this was a sexual thing, and I'm like, why would she be choking you during for sex? For him, it would be. That's the thing. I was going to say, yeah, for sure. Well, she chokes me. It's not the farthest thing from my mind. Oh, my God. That was a badass wheel kick. Dude. If only it landed. Carolina, though, the pressure she's putting on is pretty impressive. Yeah, Kate Volkovich is getting it better this round. We can adjust, though. Great knees to the body from Carolina. Carolina's looking good. Looking very really lean is. for this fight. She really is. I always thought that Carolina would do a little bit better if she had uh, just a little bit more muscle. I think you'd do better if you had a little bit more muscle, too. Oh, definitely. That's why I'm going to get on all the shit, dude. <laughs> I'm going to get on whatever TJ Dillashaw is on. Alpha brain and shit? You know, the tainted Pischetti. <laughs> It's weird, though. What do you think it is? It's just a year. I told you, it's tainted Pischetti. You ever seen Tommy Told? And I asked Coach Dwayne about if I can, if I, if I win the fight, I, I get I, I can't guarantee it, but I, I have a hunch that it has something to do with weight cutting. I guarantee it, too. Some sort of weight cutting Some assistance. diuretic shit? Yeah. Because, let's be honest, I don't think he'd knowingly take, like, fucking... Roids? I don't think roids. he took roids. I think it was I think he took an illegal diuretic. Because he was like, hey, I'm losing an ungodly amount of weight. Weight that definitely shouldn't, like... Like, if you saw... We, we talked about this. The way he looked? You don't have abdomen veins a week out. 
Like, abdomen veins are something like the veins that come up right here. They're veins that, like, bodybuilders have on competition day. And that's it. Because to see that level of vascularity He's is, He's a small like, guy, too, though, so. You know what I mean. Though. I really do think that it was something for cutting weight, though. But I don't know. The... I want to say that he's not totally to blame, but the fact that he relinquished his belt so quickly and so readily leads me to believe. Speaks to something. Some fishy shit. I mean, that probably means he was up to something, but, but I don't want to pass it maybe judgment that before he's, I know. Uh, maybe that he's, uh, he's an honest competitor and he was like, you know what? If I tested positive. 425, 24, 23. Of the second round. But maybe, you know, he's such an honest competitor that he was like, so. I pop positive. I'm going to do what's right. I'm going to leave my belt. He's so competitive. I don't see it. I don't see it either. I feel like he would do any. I think he feel I feel like he would trip his mom to win if the If you title. were honestly innocent, would you not lawyer up immediately and be like, we're fighting it? Exactly. Instead, he was like, what's my suspension? Here's the belt. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Plus, like, I really feel like TJ would fight his dad to remain champion. He would kill everything. He would lose. He would burn it all. <laughs> they were like, hey. <laughs> bring us your mom's ear and you get to remain champion he'd probably be like i'll be right back <laughs> consider it done he calls up and he's like coach Dwayne. yeah i need your assistance Dwayne would help he'd be like yes sir yeah dude fucking oh my god not a big fan of cussing but fuck yeah <laughs> 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 oh shit oh my god that's fucking terrific Dwayne Lobig is also a creep. He gives me... He's so I don't weird. want to say creep, but I get a it's vibe. It's like... I get a vibe. It's like when someone's talking and you're like, there's a crazy side there's of you something that you're there. not showing right now. Like when you can tell someone's like a really angry person. Like a doll. But they're nice. not getting angry He's in front of you. Oh! Michelle Watterson with the takedown on Carolina. And now we have the ground. Three minutes to work with. Three minutes to work on the ground. She was getting kind of pieced up on the feet my man she's on her back foot not she's really just not winning the, she's not winning the exchanges on the feet but can't really expect her to michelle watterson in side control though Ooh, Vicious good elbow. elbow that hurt me dude fuck me dude yeah she's an amazing mixed martial artist <laughs> she's a great mixed i'm martial a good artist. christian <laughs> don't be a sexist on the podcast Wow. Is it sexist to appreciate? She's extremely fit. That's what I will say. This is, uh, it's you can tell she really focused on her fitness for this fight. Karolina Kivolkovich. Try, <laughs> trying <laughs> Yikes! Trying to work a reverse triangle. She's got it. I wouldn't be surprised if TJ Dillashaw's underwear comes up missing every now and then. Dude's a weirdo. <laughs> Coach Dwayne is at night. <laughs> DJ sleeping in the hyperbaric chamber. Dwayne just reaches into his backpack. I guarantee oh. you, I guarantee you that TJ has caught him, but they've said nothing of it. <laughs> you just see the shame in Dwayne's eyes as he puts the underwear back. He put it in his pocket. And, and like, TJ mouths the word, like, no. <laughs> just why in a single tear. Oh, yeah, why? <laughs> just fucking tearing up. Great control from, oh. <laughs> you're you're a fucking monster. To be job. fair, they keep showing the the shot. This that's cameraman's like, not helping me. She's doing a very good job controlling her from side. Control. Wow, I would let her control me <laughs> from side control. It's pretty. <laughs> it's, it's hot in here. It's, uh, it really feels it. like it's hot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a drink real quick. I, I was can't. gonna say definitely. Hey, take a lap. Take a lap. 
We'll pixelate out your dick from the, the shop. But, let's be honest though, Michelle Washington not really getting much done inside control. Landing an elbow every now and then, not really landing too effectively here. Just controlling Just staying it. busy enough. Which means... It's great. One-to-one one at the end of this round. Staying busy enough. It's one-one. One-to-one at the end of this round, most likely. I'm going to make it a 10-8 because Michelle Watterson's got a fatty, fat ass. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, how long could you hold it in for? How long could you? I, I say can't. this all the time. We need to talk I'm about so them as martial sorry. artists. Wow. She is a phenomenal <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> we're sexist. We're terrible. Oh, she's got the armbar. Oh, oh she's got it. She's got it. Oh, she's Carolina's she's hitchhiking. hitchhiking. Hitchhiking is Carolina. She's staying on it though, dude. She's, she's doing she's doing everything right to defend. She's doing everything right to defend. Michelle Waterson's still yanking on it though. Ten seconds left. Ten seconds left. Can she finish it? Spiderweb control. Holy shit! What an armbar wow. attempt, and we're going to the third. Wow, her jits is good, eh? She'd beat me up, and I would let her. Her jits is. She's married. What is wrong with me? Fuck. Yeah, I'm just a guy. Now, Rachel Ostovich. For a game. For a game. Single now. Newly single. I'll treat her right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? I don't she'd have beat good me up. Guess what? I don't have good boxing. She'd beat me up. If it came down to an altercation, she'd kick my ass. Well. Well. <laughs> I was going to say. She gets some, some shots in. She gets some shots in. <laughs> then I'd move in for the takedown. <laughs> <laughs> She's smaller. She's, she's like 150 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they don't tell you. And like, I love how like, um, that one UFC fighter beat up that guy who was like 130 and a meth addict. <laughs> and then they're like, dude. Yeah. She's a, she is a badass. She is a badass. But he's enough. a meth addict. But he probably doesn't sleep. He did not look like the cream of the crop of the muggers. Oh my. Unemployed Mario Masaki. How you doing, man? Plan to come back anytime soon? Why would he? Dude, I miss you, Mario. I do. Nah, he just chills and watches our uh I just picture him drinking like uh, sake in fucking Japan. Just chilling in, with, in like an apartment with one of those like paper doors. You know I'm what honestly I'm shocked you haven't done some buku bringing so much disrespect. <laughs> this is like, that's such a bad Japanese accent you just did. It's disrespect upon our family. Disrespect upon it. Yeah, this is gonna fucking this is gonna resurface. <laughs> <laughs> Something terrible is gonna happen to me. I'm not gonna get a job, and I'm gonna be like, why? And they're just gonna send me a link with a timestamp. Yeah, and it's just gonna be us going. You said she, oh, had, a, a, <laughs> you said she had a fat ass. <laughs> She got it. Hey, girl, you thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. <laughs> she is. Dude, Mario, yeah. I love Japanese apartments, though, with the paper doors. You know what I'm talking about? The sliding paper doors. Yeah. No privacy, though, huh? Those things definitely aren't soundproof. So my question is, do Japanese people just, like, fuck without volume? Is there no sound? I'm so distracted. If I lived with Michelle Watterson, I would want paper mache doors, windows, walls. Oh, shut <laughs> up. We'd live at a... Well, here we go. <laughs> yeah, you're only turning into Ryan Gosling from The Notebook. What do you what want? What do you want? What do you, do you want? want? I wrote you every day for a year. <laughs> We'd live in a cellophane house. I'm going to get you a fucking... I'm going to get you a Japanese fan. Maybe Mario Yamasaki can fucking, send it in. I'm beating, bro. A geisha fan. I'm beating. She's super talented, though. All jokes aside, 
Absolutely, man. Absolutely. They're both crazy talented. How about Carolina? She lit her hair on fire, and she's putting so much pressure on Michelle. She's doing a really good job in this third round here, man. Oh, they have voiceovers in the bedroom. That makes a lot of sense, actually. It just, like, cuts out. <laughs> they're having sex, they're talking, and it's just, like, it's poorly dubbed. It's like, oh, yes, there. You ever see, like, the old uh, Godzilla movies? Yes. Where they would just be like, and they'd be like, watch out, it's Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's, that's, that's fucked. Those dubs were so hard. You can't do that, huh? <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> I mean, I could do a bad impression and be like, I'm culturally out of touch, but you can't do that. What? The dubbing? That's fucking hilarious. I know. But if I double down, it makes it look worse than it is. That's why I can't watch dramatic foreign films, because they'll just be like, I love you, Marie. And it's just... My thing is the voice acting never captures the moment, so it'll be like intense, and the guy's like, run! It's so phoned so... in, exactly. It's so phoned in. It's a guy who's making like $8 an I hour. Know. This guy's literally making minimum wage. He barely tried. Like, Jesus, dude. Give me some fucking emotion. It, anybody's fight. Whoever wants it more can steal it right here in the last yeah, two this minutes. Yeah, this is a swing round. Two minutes left. This is a swing round here. Whoa. Ooh, right, right hand Michelle, Michelle landed a good right hand there. I really hope that they're not viewing... Like, because Carolina's literally the only person coming forward. She's not stopped coming Ooh. forward. She's got... She's oh! I think that might have done it. Take down as... This is not where Carolina wants to end the fight. It'd be so unfortunate if she loses here. It would. Because she was winning the majority of this bout. Well, the first round, she, I'd say she was winning the first round decisively on the feet. Subs. I do think dubs. it's a little cheating that Michelle Watterson is a grappler and she wears the full shirt. We've talked about this before. Marginal benefit. Marginal uh, benefit. Definite benefit. Mr. I'm Not a Robot chiming in. Subs, not dubs. I agree. I'd rather read the whole thing. I'd rather read a book if it's dubbed, if I'm being honest. Oh, yeah. Subs are the way to go. I, as a watcher of anime. Fucking. Hey, hey, hate me if you want. I watch all the Americanized ones. I don't watch that weird shit. Because my, I have a, I have friends who are in anime, and sometimes they'll send me links to actual Absolutely. anime shows. How, hey. Other than Dragon Ball Z and Naruto. Hey, the, hey, Cam. How Americanized is hentai? <laughs> Dude, it's pretty Americanized now. They have studios. Oh, yeah, quite Tentacles. Dude, we just fucking made the perfect... That's the dubbing for the hentai. We just did the voice acting for Pay it. Pay me. I was going to say... At least 20 need, bucks. We need at least 20 bucks for that. I'm not going to lie. Pretty upset right now. Uh-oh. Who are you rooting for, Barboza or Gaethje? I really like Barboza. So, it's tough. He fights at a Tom's River, too, so... The only stuff I read are menus and text messages. Straight up, God dude. damn it, Mario. You fucking what know what's fuck? up. That's literally all I Like, what? What? Other you, than... You obviously have to read more than that. Other than, like, for school, dude. No, I don't really read You don't read much. for pleasure? I mean, I guess sometimes. It just depends. Depends if, like... I read, like, MMA articles just because I'm a loser. Oh, definitely those. That was a hell of a fight. I don't know who won. I really don't. It all depends Wait, on how the... yeah. I really, it really depends all on how the judges uh, evaluate Whoa. the forward pressure by Kivolkovich. Yeah. Who won? So c communal at the end of that. Yeah, they like each other. They're best friends. They're like friends. Not they best of friends, but they're friends. I know they're friends. Oh. He got issues. <laughs> Yo. That Why am I toxic? Why am I toxic? 
That was a great. Yeah, go outside. <laughs> that's that's a match response to the hentai soundtrack. We'll be dropping later this year. That hurt my feelings. I can go outside. Yeah, I go outside sometimes. Usually the sun's down, but I, I really, say. I really don't know who won that. Michelle Watterson won the second round, obviously. Carolina won the first round. Third's a toss-up. Who do you think is winning this fight so far? It's really difficult to say. If the judges place a lot of value on Carolina's forward pressure throughout the duration of the fight, they may give it to her via split. But Michelle Watterson got that takedown in the third. This is going to be a photo finish by the judges. It'll be tough. Because Michelle was controlling the fight at the end. But the third round, Carolina for the first three minutes of that round was coming forward and landing more shots. It was like two minutes, but yeah. But it's very back and forth. It's it's tough, man. It's this one's tough. But I, maybe the judging's evolved because if I had to guess who won. I'm gonna say Michelle. I think Michelle via split, via split though. And I would not be mad if they give it to Carolina. It's so close. It's so close. It's almost like where you'd wish the fighters would have taken more chances. They both fought well, if I'm being honest. I wish like but. one of them would have taken more chances though, so that once you take chances, here's the thing about taking chances in fights. You increase the margin of how much you win or lose by. Thank you, Mario. I agree. I think they probably did. But she was throwing them off of her back foot, so. Exactly. Flashy kicks, dude, they definitely mean something. What round? The fight's over? We're about to see yeah. who wins. About to see this shit. Michelle Watterson. Michelle Watterson. Dude, fucking calling it like the shot. Kobe. Her sister on the right is also fine. Straight up. It might have been her mom, aged well. By, By unanimous. unanimous. I get it. Tough time for Carolina. Could, she had four minutes of control in the second round. She she, They were exchanging well. Granted, Carolina was pressing forward. But kind of back and forth. Back and the forth in the third. And then she got the takedown in the third. I would have scored it for I, I agree Michelle, too. But I wasn't sure how they would see it. Remove the tentacles. Rent, regarding the technicals, fine. Uh, tentacles. You need Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah. We need Jesus for sure. Yeah. I need a church girl who go to church and read her Bible. Dude, that was fucking bad. That was kind of good, actually. I'm not I'm not fucking mad at that, dude. I need a Jewish girl who go to temple and read her Torah. Dude, fucking nailing it. Yeah. Just dingers. Michelle Waterson, though, gets oh, another W. Taking in chances, increasing chance of getting KO'd, but also increases the chance of you getting KO'd. Exactly. That's yeah. what I said. I like when fighters take chances, but calculated risks. Because what calculated risks do is they increase the margin of how much you win or lose by. And I like decisive fights. I like you either won or you lost. And I respect a fighter that goes for it and loses Your game more than a fighter who... More than a fighter like Danny Castillo. Yeah, absolutely. Your game Danny plan Castillo is everything, though. fought every fight. Game plan's everything. Danny Castillo fought every fight not to lose it. And that's why I feel like he never really amassed a it's massive following of It's all about trying to maximize your chance of winning and making the fight take place where you are strongest and doing the exact but opposite. But at the same time, landing, making, Being effective, and yeah. taking risks, like posturing up, risking losing position to land damage. Don't just hold them. Like, that's what Danny Castillo did for a lot of his career. He might hate me for this. I don't care. A lot of his fights, look at him. He just it's laid on the guys, and then he would lose decisions, and he's like, how am I losing decisions? Oh, they're a beautiful family. I would never tear that apart. Yeah, you would not. I don't think you'd have the opportunity. I'm deciding not to. Oh, yeah. You're abstaining. I won't. Michelle, then? We said. 
Yes. Yes. Michelle won unanimous decision. Emmett or Johnson? Dude. I am going with Emmett. I wish I had a a, a quarter in here to flip because... As we were talking about before, I saw the Josh Emmett knockout of Ricardo Lamas and... Jesus! I think Johnson is so quick on the feet that that first round is going to be... Well, no, Josh is so quick. They're both so quick. But I think people are underestimating how quick Johnson is on the feet, man. It's It's the flash versus the reverse flash. So we're literally... This first round is going to be bonkers. And also... Josh Thompson's last, his loss to Jeremy Stevens, right? I felt like that was kind of baloney. It was, it was a sort of quick stoppage. It was a good stoppage. A little quick, though. I would have liked to see more of it, especially because Josh had Jeremy Hurt earlier in the fight. But, you know, Michael Johnson. It was talk quick, about a veteran. But people always bitch when I say stoppage. Talk quick. about a veteran. Now going up against Josh Emmett. I think Emmett is going to land a hook. Going to put him out. We'll see. Mason, I will agree though. Michael Johnson's one-two way better than he's, Emmett's. He's so fast. The one-two is going to be so key for Michael Johnson here. One-two dip out. Absolutely. Hit him with the three-piece soda and dip. But if you're checking in the YouTube chat, be sure to give us your take on the upcoming fight against Emmett Johnson. Emmett and Johnson. And uh, after you do that, or before you do that, hit, click the subscribe button. It helps us out a lot. We greatly yeah. appreciate it. That way, Danny Castillo will definitely see this. Who's currently fighting? Chime in on the Facebook chat. Um, Josh Emmett and uh, Michael Johnson are about to fight. We're really excited for that. Uh, what do you think of Connor retiring? Is it just a marketing ploy? Probably not. I think this is real because he's dealing not. with legal issues. There's a lot of shit going the on. The UFC has not given in any of his demands in negotiations. They won't. And his whiskey business is soaring. So why would he risk hurting the whiskey business, taking a bad deal with the UFC, and or uh, making, if he's still fighting, then his legal dealings are going to be out in the press. So all three of the things that are going great in his life right now become exacerbated. By fighting. And I fighting, mean, no, 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 sorry. The issues in his life no. become exacerbated by, by continuing Absolutely. to fight. Absolutely. And it, there's really no upside, if I'm being honest with you, to continue fighting anyway. What, he comes back and uh, beats Nate? Like, I, he has to take time away from his whiskey business, which is more profitable. And the he question is, it, does he beat Nate? Oops. No, it's not guaranteed. It's definitely not guaranteed. Nate I think landed, he's a better shot at 155, but... Nate landed quite a few shots in the rematch. I don't think it's guaranteed. Uh, well, Connor set, literally sat him down like four times. I know. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. And I think it was one, by no means a molly whopping. No, absolutely not. And I think he has a better shot at 155, but Connor has to do a fight camp and he has to do marketing all over the world if he were to fight. It's going to take time away from his whiskey business, which is more profitable. He'll never get shares of the UFC, which, he, which is what he wants. Uh, he's got all this legal shit going on in Ireland because of an alleged uh, sexual assault or rape. I'm not really clear on the details, but he's got to deal with that. Um, he's got so much going on. It really doesn't make sense. He's done. He's elevated the entire sport. He's done. He's had to make you pronounce that name for me. I just want to make sure I'm really right. Zion Tamak. Yes, I completely agree, man. Uh, especially just talking to fighters. Yeah, game plan definitely goes out the window. Joe Lozon. Our favorite UFC fighter is, is a, a good fan, uh, friend of the PKA podcast, which we're really big fans of. He um, he says, everyone has a plan until you get punched in the face. Game plan goes out the window. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the mark of a good fighter is being able to adapt the game plan in the middle of the fight because you're going that's to have That's the fight to. IQ. 
You're going to have to. You're going to have to make adjustments. Very rarely does uh, does the game plan work out seamlessly. You want to talk about a powerful I mean, one too. How about Max Holloway? It probably would. It probably would at uh, lower levels of fighting. Like we see it all the time in the regional circuit or amateur fights, obviously. Where it just turns into a slugfest. Turns into a slugfest. Or it's just as one would predict. Like the guy shows them the look that they saw on tape and it's exactly the same. But in the UFC... They're so talented that they could give you a bunch of different looks. And in the UFC, a fighter can grow leaps and bounds in between fights. Mason did say he should retire. I think, yeah, he retired, and I think he should. Still you retire. said that before he did retire. Yeah, I don't. Were you like, I don't him. want him to come back? Connor will fight. LOL. Dig you guys, but you're wrong. Mayweather raped. Has millions and millions. Is, is that Nasdaq cash? I think that's a different situation entirely. His thing. Okay, so like I I see what you're saying, and I'm a huge Conor fan. I would like to see him fight again. I would like to see him fight again. Here's the thing. The matchups that are waiting for him are very difficult, and if it hurts his name, it hurts his brand. And if it hurts his brand, it hurts his earning potential. Yeah, absolutely. If he loses, if he comes back to the UFC, loses to Nate, right, or loses to Khabib again, the whiskey sales are going down. That's just what it is. I'll tell you what, though. Kind of like how the Roadhouse remake with Ronda Rousey. As soon as she gets knocked out, guess what? It becomes ephemera. It's to the wind. I'll tell you what, though. This new U- uh, UFC ESPN acquisition with all the pay-per-view events, it makes Connor fighting again much more likely. Makes it much more likely. What is? I still don't think he's going to, but it makes it much more likely. Yeah, and I definitely think professional boxing differs from the UFC. Because we've said before... Boxing is a fight, but it's a very structured and organized and technical fight, right? It's only stand-up, only punches above the waist, right? Yeah. Now, we talk about a UFC fight. There's so many ways to lose. So many ways to lose. I don't think he's going to win any fight again. Well. And he's ar- Mason's argued that, that he would lose to Khabib. And the thing is, I would like to see it. I think that there's a possibility. I would like to watch it. But would I bet on Connor over Khabib? No. Khabib's looks so dominant in his grappling. I don't know if there's anyone that could stop it. He should open fight gyms all over the... To be honest with you, from what I've heard from people who own gyms, it's difficult for them to be extremely profitable. Really? I heard it was like the safest bet. I've heard the opposite. If you're going to franchise and br- – it's a lot of work. Why would he – It's a lot of work early on, but – That's a whole bunch of balls to keep in the air. Once you get it going, like it's – If you're already making hard. tens of millions off of whiskey, he should just do movies and do a commercials. A gym, the overhead is actually lower than you might think because it's just mat. You just need mats, bags, bam. You got a gym. But it's so much work. That's my thing. What you, it's hard to have it's a gym. It's such a bad investment for him to put all that time and money into something It's like hard that. to have a gym with high-level instruction. I will when say When he could literally just do commercials for millions, do a movie. He's gotten, he's gotten offers like this before that he's previously turned down. Whiskey will sell no matter what. Brendan Schaub is wrong, LOL. Uh, Connor's not. They would, I do like Joker, so that's fair. I do like Joker. They, Connor's never going to get shares in the company, though. Yeah, he said Dana White has said if you want shares in the company, you have to put money up for that. That's how it works. Not only that, but at this point in his career, it's honestly a bad investment for the UFC to give him shares in the company. And I don't even know if Connor would want shares. I don't think the UFC is doing better than ever. Brendan is gay boy. 
I mean, Brendan has a lot of takes, and some are going to be hot, some are going to be cold, some are going to come true, some are not. Yeah. That's just the life Nobody of an Nobody knows exactly what's going to happen. Brennan is fun to listen to. I think so. I think he's uh, pretty knowledgeable. And he takes risks with his picks. You know? He's not going to be that guy who's always, like, taking the safe bets. He's going to analyze the fight fully, which I, I really appreciate. Now, I do think that you're right that Connor stands a better chance than a lot of fans are giving him in some of these fights because people only remember your last fight. And his last fight was a loss to Khabib. So now people are picking him to lose against Ayakinta and all these other matchups. And we've talked about this before. I think he wins those matchups. I definitely, yeah. I think his, I think his fair is better than people are giving him credit. I think he's the number say, two 155 pounder in the world. But to say losing would not impact his brand or hurt his whiskey sales, I definitely would. I think he's the number three. Definitely would. I think he's the number three lightweight in the world. Certainly, if he loses again, Mystic Mac is not so mystic if he loses two in a row. I think he's... Th- I think he's the third best lightweight fighter in the world. I think he loses to Tony. Maybe he beats Tony. That's contentious. I think he's either second or third in the lightweight division. With a possibility of beating Khabib. There's a possibility. Connor Who else? If Connor, if not Connor, who serves the best chance of beating Khabib? I don't know. I don't even know if Connor beats Max Holloway in a rematch. At 155. Well, that's what I was going to get to. Because I think Max Holloway is the best chance we have. It's someone beating Khabib. I originally was going to say Brian Ortega, but after seeing what Max Holloway did to him, I think Max Holloway is the best hope we have for someone who could actually beat. No way, guys. I'll bet his losses would not affect his whiskey. I would take that bet. I would take that bet for sure. Uh, I would take the bet. Because it's um, it's like if The Rock, right? The Rock is making his own tequila. If The Rock started making movies that were absolute shit, it would inevitably affect it. Yeah. If he started making, like, if he made, like, three bad movies, like, three straight Water Worlds, it would definitely hurt his tequila numbers. And There's it's no not way. saying, it's not saying that Connor's not an amazing fighter. It's not saying that he couldn't win those fights. How much? It's your bet. Yeah. Connor can beat Ale Kinta and Ryoff into the sunset. And I don't know if he And I would I agree with you. I think he beats Ale Kinta, but would is it worth it for him to risk get out of that. bed and train and put it on the line? Now Connor has For a guy who has like ten thousand Twitter now followers. Now Connor has everything to lose. And Al has like ten thousand Twitter followers. No one's gonna know who he is. So let's say he gets sh- Al shocks the world and beats Connor. Now which Connor's entirely, name is completely different. Which is entirely possible. Hey, did you know Josh Emmett's short? He's short, dude. Wow. You really think it's a safe bet, even after watching him fight? Um, sure, two hundred dollars PayPal. Sure. Uh, after watching him fight Khabib, <laughs> two hundred dollars PayPal. That what his whiskey numbers would drop if he lost a fight? Yeah, yeah. I would take that bet. I'd take that bet. That any drop in his whiskey sales? Yeah. Other than maintaining or going up, yeah, I'd take that bet. Obvious. That's so. Uh... It's just brand identification. Yeah. There's no, without and it's doubt. nothing personal against Connor. I want to stress that too. Of course not. If and here's the thing. And here's the thing. I blame the numbers going down on, we've talked about this. The American fan base for MMA is so fickle with their love that it's like so jarring because Brazilian fans will love their fighters even in losses. Yeah. They'll fall into the ends of the earth. But American fans, you lose one fight and they lose interest. They're like, oh, it's like a dog. It's doing a trick. And then keeps doing backflips, and then the dog, the dog fails to do a backflip, and they go, oh, that was pretty cool, I guess. They will, they will quickly move on. And they walk away. I guarantee And then I've said that I hate that about American fans in the sport. No, I UFC fight it. is safe. That's, that's, the tr- that's the truth. I hate that 
about um about uh, uh American fans of the sport. And I wish we were we loved our fighters more. I wish we would def- protect them more. I wish we would def- defend them more in losses. I agree. This fight's underway. Josh Emmett's coming up, corked up, dude. You can t- already tell he's ready to wing 53, some fucking bombs. 52, 51. Michael Johnson, fairly long for this he's, weight class. He's it's fighting a, long. It's a fucking cut for him to one forty-five. I well, mean, yeah, he's five ten. It doesn't help that Josh Emmett's five six. Looking very lean. Ooh, good left from Michael Johnson. Dude, he's so fast. So is Josh Emmett. Fast those fucks, boy? He's fast. Josh Emmett throws lightning fast hooks, though. So we'll see. He has a whole paragraph tattooed on his side. Oh, God, I hate that. If you have, like, a, a verse or something An like entire, that, like a story. It's in a whole chapter, not a few words. Go to lunch. It's a whole chapter. Go to lunch. This is why when Connor loses, then he finally makes a movie, Boondock Saints 3. Proper 12 source. Nah, I don't think that. I mean, okay. Okay. Could he be in movies after he loses his last fight? Yes. Michael Bisbing's doing that. I didn't say that his whiskey would fall off the map forever. Yeah. I don't think that. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah, it's he, not like it's not like the whiskey loses, brand would die. Loses, the whiskey sales drop. That's the bet. Yeah, but then they could go back up. I'm not saying that. If he does movies after, I'm sure that it will improve. But after losing, they will inevitably go down. He should do movies, definitely. I think he should. He actually is like a well-groomed guy. Not a bad looking dude. Could definitely be unscrewed. Not saying you did. Oh yeah. I mean, you make good points, though. He makes good points. I just don't think that's how exactly it would play out. I think that people aren't that loyal. I would hope I would hope they would be, but... And maybe the Irish people are that loyal. I'll say this. I think he'll always be a celebrity in Ireland. Oh, yeah. Just in America is where your appeal fades quickly. Yeah, he had a loss when he came out with the whiskey, but, I mean, that's when he was just releasing his brand. He's gone on a press tour since then, and I think his whiskey would be bigger had he won those fights. Definitely. Like, his name is already diminished, and if you don't think it is, go look on MMA forums where people are talking about prospective fights for him. They're picking him to lose against, like, Kevin Lee and shit. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. I agree that he changed the game, but that doesn't mean... He's always going to be at the center of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I already feel like John Jones is, like, he's back on that throne. Of, like, most active, famous dude in the UFC. Like, if he were to never do movies and just sell whiskey forever, I feel like people would, 15 years from now, they'd be like, Conor McGregor, yeah, he was awesome. People are still going to drink the whiskey, though. I don't think the brand's going to die. I never said the brand would die. That's yeah. not what I'm insinuating. I'm just saying, when they think of him, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember him. That was, He was awesome. Yeah, he wants a proper 12. Yeah. Get fucked up. <laughs> Just joking. Just joshing you. Jesus. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. I, well, you're talking to a mega fan here, Mister. I'm not a robot for the Rock. I love everything he's doing. The break. The Ben Boundaries collection from the Rock is actual fire. 
the Jim Gary's releasing. It's actually fucking sick. And it's like Under Armour's best-selling items, like 1 through 40. It's all his Ben Boundaries collection. It's actually kind of nuts. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, on their uh, You want to talk website. about a diehard fan base. People love The Rock. Dude, love I them. went to the gym. Half the people were wearing Ben, ba- uh, ben Boundaries stuff. I shit you not. It's a culture, dude. People love that and guy. And he's as, he's almost as ubiquitous as, like, Joe Rogan. So I can just be like, dude, uh, more did you... So. More so. So I could just be like, dude, did you see the new Rock movie? I'm like, fuck yeah. We got a comment on this fight. They're doing a great job. Michael mm-hmm. Johnson, Josh Emmett. Hold on, I'll actually be right back. I don't side with fickle fans. I'm talking diehard and all it takes... This is a sick-ass performance. Yeah, I mean, if we're just talking about diehard fans, I agree, but that's a very niche group. It really is. And it's easy for us to say because I'm trying to evaluate it from the perspective of an outsider because that's how you have to do it from a business perspective. These niche guys will be stand by you through everything. There are not many of us. And this is like we're an even more niche group. We're such big fans that we have a fighting podcast. We'll follow these fighters and follow the UFC, even MMA in general, Wherever it goes, but I, you can't necessarily say the same about someone who just buys a pay-per-view every now and then, you know? Jumanji almost broke a billion dollars because it was a good fucking movie. Have you guys seen Jumanji? I thought it was going to suck because I love the original. Like, I grew up watching that thing. Now Cameron will blow the rock. I hope not. Oh, oh I'm going to blow the rock? Well, I mean, do I get to star in his next movie? He's no JRE. I like Joe Rogan more, but he's The Rock is inev- inevitably bigger. Like, it's definitely internationally. Inter- even in the U.S. Yeah, duh. Who doesn't know The Rock? Everybody knows The, the Rock. Granted, Joe Rogan is like the Oprah for men, but The Rock's bigger just because he's in every movie. Dude! Ever. Think about how, like, it's just... I love American media. Think about a dude named The Rock... Is like, the biggest movie star? Like, dude. And you yeah. guys remember, like, this is why I like The Rock. You want to know honestly why I like The Rock? It's not because he is giant. You think Jumanji remake is horrible on coming from our YouTube chat? I actually reasons. really like it. Reasons. I need it reasons. It's such a fun movie. But here's why it's I like... It's an interesting take. I haven't heard that. Here's why I like The Rock. You ready for this? Yeah. And it's not because he has giant Vaseline arms. And it's not because it's he makes oil. goofy Instagram videos or whatever. Yeah. Here's why I like The Rock. Because he went from being oh, a, great ref, head a wrestler from Josh to being in gimmicky movies, and he was widely a Hollywood joke. He was laughed out of Hollywood in the early 2000s. Yeah, he was. No one ever said he would be a massive movie star. They said he was going to be a loser, and they guess what? the same thing about Arnold Schwarzenegger. He fucking got in the gym, flipped the script, came back as... People remember that meme that came out? Yep. Where they, sh- they said The Rock and The Boulder when he came back jacked. Yeah, that's... After the game plan and the Tooth Fairy. I do remember that. And that's when he kind of had this career resurgence and he became the biggest... I feel like he really blew biggest... up that movie with Mark Wahlberg. What was that movie? Uh, Pain and Gain. Pain and Gain, yeah. He went from fucking being like the 5,000th ranked star in Hollywood to the number one. And that doesn't happen without an intentional amount of hard... An intentional and immense amount of hard work. That's all I'm saying. And that's why I respect The Rock. That's why I like him. That's why I will go see all of his movies. Has Joe Rogan ever been in hot water? Yeah, he was just in hot water for that Twitter episode he did. It's like one of the most disliked videos I've ever seen. (laughs) Yeah, it was sus. Two, like the, I forgot what the Twitter CEO is. uh, Only The Rock can make The Rock look small. Exactly, dude. (laughs) But 
Yeah, it's well, like, can we just all agree that he's on steroids? Which is fine. Dude, I get it. Every actor in Hollywood is. Is that... Oh, Michael Johnson just ate a big oh. right hand from Josh Emmett. He... Great poker These face. These guys are swinging and banging, dude. Great poker Oh, face. good left from Michael now. Shit, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Uh, two interviews ago, not the latest interview with the Twitter CEO. Uh, yeah, Joe Rogan was in a lot of hot water for that. Uh, Arnold did it first. He did do it first. He did do it first, and he kind of wrote the blueprint he on He did write the blueprint Get in the on gym, it. take acting classes, and be genuine about this shit. Be so uncommon that they will put you in movies. Dude, I gotta pee so bad, but I don't want to miss this fight. Dude, I had to, so I just fucking dipped. Yeah. I might have to take this anaconda down to the river. Did you see that? Did you see that in Brazil? Oh, the 50-foot anaconda? 50-foot anaconda down there? Something out of a horror movie? Yes. The real question is how many f more Fast and Furious movies are they make? As many as it takes. As many as it takes. Did you see the trailer for Hobbs and Shaw? It looks kind of badass. Heart is annoying with all the screams over and over. Jack Black saved it. Oh, Jack Black was amazing. We can agree on that. A hundred percent. It was Collective Adventure. That's fair. Even with the screams, though, you'd say you'd write it off as a bad movie? That's fair. I could see if you don't like Kevin Hart. He was really central to the movie. He was central to the movie. So if you weren't to not Me, like I'm a fucking Kevin Hart I like dick Kevin writer. Hart. I was going to say, I like... I'm not a, definitely not a dick writer, but I like him. I, I support a lot of his movies. That's I what I'm he's saying. funny. On those three levels above the rock and groundbreaking that was done. Yeah, I agree with that statement. Oh, I'm a massive Arnold fan. Do I think the rock I said, took that ball and ran with it? Yeah. I said there were three people that I would be starstruck, starstruck if I met. Joe Rogan, Kevin Smith, and... Uh, and um, Arnold, Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I have to agree. I'd probably be starstruck Arnold, by more than Arnold, that. Arnold, I probably couldn't even talk to him. Like, genuinely. I think I could actually sh sh ham it up with Joe. Or talk to Kevin. I don't think I'd be too like messed up about that. But talking to Arnold, it'd be like, whoa. Because Steven Seagal is the real goat. You're just being sarcastic. I hope. Mario, you're fucking trolling, dude. St okay, I will say. What did Joe Rogan get in trouble for? We just uh that Twitter interview he did. This is a while ago. Now. It wasn't that long ago. It's like a month. Yeah, that's not that long. I know, I'm saying it was like a month ago. Yeah, not the latest interview he did with the... CEO of Twitter, but the one before that. He did a full podcast with the it CEO got, like, of Twitter. Over where he a talked, million dislikes. He didn't talk about the banning of people at all on Twitter. It was literally just, how did Twitter get started? Yada, yada, yada. And it got all the dislikes. Everybody, And, it, and the dislikes even bled over into uh, like the subsequent podcasts. People had nothing to do with Twitter. We're getting like 30, 50, 60,000 dislikes just because it came right after the, the Twitter podcast. Yeah, I like Kevin Hart, too. Dude on the left. Put a halt on the dick riding right away. Lamau, as would I. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't like the term dick riding. Very, uh, very fucking close-minded of you, dude. I mean, I'm just shouting out my boy Kevin Hart. I Look at how uncomfortable you are. You get no, I, don't, I just flush. don't like when people use that terminology, and I hate it. Talking about Brendan Schaub, when he says balls deep, dude, that's fucking... I love balls that's deep. Gross. I get balls deep in stuff all the time. It's fucking gross, man. Every time he says balls deep, I'm like, really? Uh, really? I've really? adopted that term from that podcast. Now I'll just be like, yeah, I'm really balls deep in this right now. 
You can't get much deeper than that. All right, I gotta, I gotta go. Yeah, drain the main in between rounds. But I will say this though, yeah, Arnold. Just because of like I grew up watching Arnold's movies, and then you see Pumping Iron, and you learn about like how big he was in bodybuilding circuits at that time. It's just astounding to see what he's done, what he's like meant to so many different communities. And then on top of that, to become a governor, I mean, the guy's life is like one giant reel of successes. So it's very, it's very interesting to see that. That's why I would be like probably the most starstruck. The Rock, I wouldn't be starstruck at all because he's a guy who stars in movies. But it's just the fact that Arnold's been successful in so many fields. That's what I respect. He's friends with Putin. Oh, dude, Steven Seagal, yeah, here's the thing about Steven Seagal, dude, he's such a fucking god-tier meme now that I have to kind of like Steven Seagal, and his earlier movies were actually good, like, you can say, I love cheesy action movies, dude, so Steven Seagal, back in the day, was my jam, but then he started being a fucking pudgy mall cop, and it's like, god damn it, this is not what I wanted to see, I didn't want to see Steve do this. Yeah, Steve is good. Steve is good. I'm not I'm not saying he's terrible. Ah, see, balls deep is acceptable. Honey dicking as well. Honey dicking, I think, is the most it's the most poignant phrase created. Cause you many people get honey dicked all the time. It's such a useful phrase to use. What is it? Honey dicking. It's just basically false promises, false pretenses. I did not think this is what it was gonna be. For I got man. honey dicked. Poor man. Wow. Balls deep is acceptable. Come on. There we go. How's John Michael Johnson doing? I just got back from the restroom. How's he doing? I was talking to the chat. We were, we were having a good time. Fuck, dude. Fuck. You know how it is, dude. Just chatting with the boys. Well, if you're watching our watch party live or after the fact, please be sure to subscribe to our channel on YouTube and rate us on iTunes. It helps us a lot. We greatly appreciate it. Don't fucking honey dick us. Yeah, don't honey dick us. Don't honey dick us. Or I'm going to get balls deep in you. <laughs> and then you'll be dick riding me. <laughs> See? Yeah, but if you subscribe, you're dick riding. Just competed the holy trinity of fucking phrases. Josh Emmett's... Uh, Definitely has uh, more urgency. generalship, more urgency, more urgency, way more urgency than he had in the past two rounds. I think he thinks he has to get a finish here. Which it looks like very Johnson's well picking his shots much more. It just feels like Josh can't get in range because he's five foot one. Oh, Ooh, got in range with that. That right hand. If you were just a little bit closer, if you were just like five eight, you would have knocked him out. Hot damn, dude. Oh, another good right hand from Josh. Swinging and banging. Maybe he's starting to find his range. Well, he is, he is around near. three minutes to work with. Perhaps the end is near. Dude, Die Sago is better than Oh, Lethal Weapon was so good. Wait. Oh, fuck. Okay. I think Lethal Weapon 3 was better than Die Hard 3. 
You gotta go with Die Hard. But Die Hard 1 and 2 are When you evaluate bangers. them as a group, Die Hard, but I think maybe Lethal Weapon 3 was better than some of the Die Hard movies individually. But Die Hard 1 was so good. Die Hard, final answer. Die Hard, just because, and if you're including all of the Die Hards, I'm only going, like, like Die Hard, Live Free or Die Hard was good as fuck. A Good Day to Die Hard was bad. Absolute trash. I'm including uh, Live Free or Die Hard. Yeah, I'm including that. Lethal Weapon 4, I don't remember. I remember Lethal Weapon 1, it's 2, and 3. It's been so long since I've seen uh, all the Lethal Weapons, if I'm going to be honest with I've you. I've seen 1, 2, and 3 fairly recently, within like two I watched, years. I've seen 3 a lot. More than I've seen the others, for sure. But, yeah, I got... You got oh! Almost dropped Emmett. Almost sat him down with almost, that. Almost dropped Emmett. But I will say, yeah, you gotta go with Die Hard. Gotta go with Die Hard. He's so fast. No, 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 no shaded lethal weapon, though. Definitely not. We're big fans of Mel. Mel's a friend of the yeah, show. Yeah, Mel is the spirit animal of the podcast, as we like to call him. Without the sexism and anti-Semitism. Yeah, and racism. And racism. <laughs> <laughs> and Just alcoholism. take out all the isms from him, and he's the spirit animal. Just his pure aggression. Something to be commended. Michael Johnson's fighting really well here at the end, folks. Oh! Josh Emmett just knocked him out! Oh, walk-off knockout for Josh Emmett! Holy shit! Just fucking slept him! Oh, shit! One-punch knockout! My fucking god! Dude, that right hand was landing. I told you if he was just a little Holy bit closer. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Well, that's why you watch fighting. Oh, heavens. Fainted. One-punch knockout. Oh. Oh, shillelagh, dude. My heart. Oh, my heart can't take it. Oh, shit. Just shut the fucking lights out. Oh, heavens. Oh. Oh my god. I had just had an adrenaline dump, dude. I'm gonna pass out. I'll take some time off your life, boy. Dude. That's not good. That is a fucking punch. He knocked everything. And all the I had him down in the scorecards. I was gonna say That is the second comeback fight of the night. I really think Johnson was gonna win that decision too. What a fucking bummer for Johnson. His record is getting salty. Salty. I think he's 20 and 14. Jinx as fuck. You copying me? Hey, you an original? 20 and 14 though? Hey, if your record is what year it is, bad. (laughs) Bad. Yikes. Dude, BJ Penn's is probably the worst I've ever seen in my life. Isn't it like a negative record now? I think it's, it's either a negative record or it's about to be. Which makes me sad because that's the fucking... You know, when I told Dana that I wanted to fight again, I just want to give back to my fans in Hawaii, and my BJ Penn is getting there, you fucks. 16 and 13, and he wants to fight again. You know, I told Dana, I want to come back. One, two, three, four, five, six losses in a row. Can we scroll up, scroll up, scroll up? Okay, so they're not all... Dude, that heel hook from Ryan Hall was fucking... Vicious. It's been nine years since BJ Penn has won an MMA fight. 
Yikes. That's what you would call a retire. That Frankie Edgar fight. He's won one fight out of his last 10 dude, fights. That Frankie Edgar fight where the, it was the t- uh, tough finale. Retire. That was such retire. a fucking beatdown. It was unreal. What a fight, dude. Michael Johnson not happy with the stoppage, which... He's no, he's not. He's not I mean, cognizant of what happened. He's not. I don't think he's upset with the stoppage at all. I think he's disappointed in himself. Oh, okay. Because he was uh, winning. Yeah, he's disappointed. Every time, every time a fighter looks at the referee, Cameron thinks that the fighter's upset with the referee. Because we don't have audio, so I'm just like, I'm like a deaf chick watching it. I'm like, I'm trying to lead his lips. <laughs> no, I didn't do a deaf woman's voice there. Never mind. Yikes, Mario. What'd he say? He wouldn't be shocked if BJ Penn were fighting to support a habit. He wouldn't be shocked if Dog the Bounty Hunter came to knock on his door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's fucking funny, dude. He loves to fight. Dude, he loves it, huh? Hey, how about when he was the best fighter in the world and then he fucked up trying to fight in six different weight classes? That's a... Dude... That's good for Josh Emmett, but I hate to see fighters lose the last second when they're winning. Ugh. Like the Yair Rodriguez Korean zombie deal. Just talking about the Yair Rodriguez Korean zombie fight makes me sad. Yo, he hit his head so hard on the way. Oh, back. heavens to Betsy. Just shut the fucking lights out in that place. Speaking of Danny Castillo, he's there. He's cornering for Josh Emmett. Of course he is. Team Alpha Man. Good thing Josh Emmett didn't take any cues from that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just don't like Danny Casillas fights. I rewatched some of his fights and I'm just like, God. Like, Diego Sanchez fight that he lost was the most boring fight I've ever Michael seen. Michael Johnson was doing so well. Fuck, man. Fuck. Things you just hate to see. Well, but regardless, I mean, you gotta get pumped because now we're in our final two fights of the night. Next is David Branch. Versus fucking Jim. How is that? <laughs> it's Jack Hermanson. Jack Hermanson. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jim Hanana. Can we pull up a picture of this motherfucker? Sure, buddy. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. they're trying to get him a win. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to get David Branch a win. What's his record? How old is he? He looks about 80. But he is 30. Oh, the Joker. Okay, I've heard of this man. Yep. Talis He's been in the Le- UFC. Talis Latis is his most. Second. That's his biggest win is over Talis Latis, which is it's no slouch. Let's see what he can do against David Branch. David Branch would definitely win, though. If David Branch doesn't win this fight. That's a big uh, yikes there, my friend. Yeah, I would definitely like to see David Branch show out here. Get a fucking win. I don't know what that means. GTG? No, it's GFG. No idea what that means. GGG means got to go. I'm not, I'm not hip with the acronym culture, buddy. Good fucking game. Perhaps. Yeah, yeah, dude. 
Holy shit, though. What a fucking knockout. I'm, I'm like, upset. literally sitting here stunned. I'm not upset. I'm more happy. I wanted Josh Emmett to win. No, I guess. I, I mean, Michael Johnson had has had his run. He's been in. He's been doing it a hot second in the UFC. I hate this though. When everyone gets when some when a fighter gets knocked out, everyone starts talking like they're fucking retired or that they're dead. Where it's like he had a great run. I mean, <laughs> he lived a good life. It was a good career, and it's I mean, like, it's dude, time, he'll be back. It's time to let go. He'll be back. My, th- I just hate it because he was winning. That's what bums me out. Like he was. What do you do differently? He, you were doing everything right, right up until uh, you well, got punched. You bit on a feint and got knocked out. Yeah, but like what? You're right. He was winning until yeah. he wasn't. What do you do differently? Everything the same, except maybe not react so much to that thing. Don't make the don't make the one mistake that cost you. I was the gonna win. say. Wolf. It's like that's tough. That is fucking tough. We have the New Yorker versus the Norwegian David Branch versus Jack Hermanson. Pretty sure he's a Henzo Gracie black belt. Yeah. Uh. Yes. No. Not Henzo. No. No, it is Henzo. That's the one in New York, correct? Yes. Yes. He is Henzo. He is. I just said he is. Well, I'm going to double now check. Now you're going to just prove me wrong anyway, dude? I'm going to check. God damn I'm just going to check. It's fine, you know? He's pulling it up just to flame me, dude. Oh, and now he's highlighting it on our screen, dude. Dude, you're, it's like not even a big you're deal. You're actually trolling me. It's like not even a big deal, you know? I just want to make it known that it's not that big of a deal that I said this. And you were like, is it though? And I'm like, you know yeah. What? Fuck you. It, yeah, it's really not that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. But yeah, just know that he is a Henzo Gracie black belt. Mm-hmm. So it's all good. <laughs> Dude, he does this shit all the time. We're like, I'll make a mistake and then I'll immediately go, no, you're right. And then he'll still look it up. It infuriates the fuck out of me. How many times do we talk about shit like this? Where I, like, I'll make a mistake with like a fighter's name and he'll just look it up just to spite me. Well, to be fair, Matt has the monopoly on fucking up fighters' names. I'm working in, we're working into it. I'm trying to make it an oligopoly. You'll be there. Or a duopoly, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. If you both, like, integrate and, like, you both, like, okay, I'm going to spell, I'm going to misspell it. And then you can be like, you handle mispronunciations, you guys got it. Exactly. Market cornered, you know? Like, on our show notes, we'll just have fucking francis i'll read it and i'll just be like what is that who's fighting and then cameron will say it and i'll be like i still don't know who's fighting yeah it's like uh, <laughs> it's like jared uh cannonier dude cannonier we called <laughs> i him said that first on one of our other fight i called him cannonier for like an hour and a half on one, yeah on our watch party we called him jared cannonier and then someone in the chat was like you mean cannonier right and they yes. like wrote it out phonetically and we were like of course him that's what i meant but now we have two more fights. I just want, I'm just so excited to see the main event. If I could skip over this fight, and this is not even shaded David Branch or Jack I'm a David Robinson. Branch fan, and I might be like, I'll watch it after. Like, I just want to get to the main event and then. Because the main event promises so much. Like, there's. The statistical probability that this fight is boring is like. Dude, David Branch is the motherfucking underdog. Exactly. That is bonkers. Well, dude, think about it. He got knocked out in his last fight. It makes sense. It would definitely be hard for him to make the argument that he'd be like, at the top of the heap. You know? I just don't think you making case that he's like, he's not like in the running. He's not in the running for uh, 
top of the division. This is just to get him back in that conversation. Of yeah. The top 15 of, like, where he fits in the mix. Because Jared Cannonier, when he beat him, was not ranked. Not ranked at all. God, how much money do companies spend on marketing? It's terrible. We don't even know if commercials work, really. Literally. Like, the, the jury's out on this shit. And fucking marketing companies get millions upon millions of dollars to make these ads that are slightly sus. I can't wait to see Pet Cemetery, and Curse of Irona. Irona. Lorona. Lorona. Irona. Irona. Stop it. I'm pretty sure it's E. Pretty sure you're fucking wrong again. Well, I will say Pet Cemetery looks real fucking nice. John Lithgow's my boy, so anytime I can see a movie with him in it, I'm down. Dude, my friends have been pushing me to go to Buffalo Wild Wings more. Wings suck. How do you feel about Buffalo Wild Wings? Wings suck. Oven wings are better. Wings are bad in general. Really? Yeah. I like wings. Overrated. I like wings a lot. That's cool. Here's the thing, though. Overrated. Here's the thing about wings, though. I don't like... I like fried wings. I like baked wings. I don't like grilled wings. I know it's a bitch thing to say, but I don't like the bones, man. I love the bone is what I like about it. I don't like that I have to smear like when you eat a wing, you have to smear it against your face. There's no nice way to eat a wing. It's so good though, because you just tear in. I prefer sushi. Or I sound like a pussy. I huh? was gonna say, yeah, you I prefer sushi. You like sushi and then spin class and then you go home yeah. and jerk off your boyfriend. <laughs> Not always in that order, but <laughs> Dear God. What hath a god rot, dude? So who's your pick for the David Branch fight? David Branch. David Branch. I think David Branch is going to swarm him. I think it's going to be David Branch. And I think people are, uh, do you talk about fight live? We do. Yes, we do. We're going to be chatting about the David Branch fight. And then after that, the Justin Gaethje versus Edson Barbosa bout. Right now it's uh, on commercial. So we just t typically shoot the shit in the meantime. Pet Cemetery 2 was the greatest. I'll watch anything with Lithgow except Harry and the Hendersons. Exactly, dude. Yeah, Harry and the Hendersons. I was like, I love John Lithgow. And then I watch that and I'm like, this is I tough. Hate John Lithgow. No. This is tough. Can't stand David Branch. Reasons. You yeah, always I, give the I agree, takes. I agree. I agree, though. Because David Branch is like, I don't know. Like he, everyone's like, he's this highly touted prospect. He's going to silence all these guys coming in. And I just feel like he Maybe, has yeah. I could see that if you expected that of him. I never expected that. That is true. If you if you just hasn't panned out as much. Hope Branch wins. I did too, Michael. I really do. If you if you curb your expectations, I like the humility Branch brings to the game. He's a true martial artist. Yeah, you're more likely to be pleasantly surprised. In my opinion, Jack Hermanson. I think I've seen him fight once before, but like a long time ago. I don't know. I find it odd that apparently the uh, odds makers know something we don't because I would not have. Made David Branch a underdog. Underdog. Granted, not a big one. It's pretty much a pickup. He is thirty-seven years old. He is older. Jack is thirty. But he he started fighting later in life. I'm almost positive. All right, both fighters in the octagon. Yep, overrated when you see him fight. He's not tactical in stand up. Yeah, I kind of see like um. Not tactical. I get maybe I can say he's not as technically sound defensively. I think offensively he's really good on stand up. But he's kinda like um he's kinda like Chris Wyden where his output and his stand up technique is really good. Have you ever trained boxing defense? It's so, so hard. hard. So like, what hard. do you even But I will say Yuano's boxing has improved dramatically. 
Jacare. What round? What's happening? The fight's about to start. Both Jack Hermanson versus David Branch. Both fighters are in there. Bruce Buffer is uh, reading off their names, where they're fighting out of and weight. Shit like that. David, it's not a massive underdog, though, for David Branch. No, just, I was saying. It's almost a pick em. Yeah. Just a slight underdog. Which is probably warranted, given the uh, rough times he's fallen on as of late. I'll be rebounds here and gets this win. Well, yep, this fight's almost underway. Remember, guys, if you're watching... On any of our social media platforms, be sure to head over to YouTube and iTunes, subscribe, follow, leave us a rating. We greatly appreciate it. It helps us out a lot. It helps us grow the, the channel in general. This is better than paying three times for a fight. Yeah, I don't blame you. Branch will lose to KO sub. He looks two. tentative, and Hermanson is aggressive well, as we'll shit. we'll see. Hermanson is coiled up here. Whoa, he's looking to land power. Yeah, he's very. He's being very aggressive. He's looking for a power shot. You can tell right away by the very herky-jerky. Maybe a little anxious, understandably so. 30 seconds into the fight here. Hermanson goes for a shot. Immediately. Whoa! Takedown for Hermanson. Just big brothered him. Takedown from Hermanson. Hermanson's... Uh, clearly very strong. Wow. Armin guillotine attempt. No, is it? Yeah, it is. Tapping right he away. He tapped. Wow. 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 Jack Hermanson just tapped out David Branchin and Armin guillotine in the first round. Wow. I'm just more stunned than anything else. Can I watch it again? It was a 30-second fight. That I mean, was like in 30 seconds. That was so... He got it in so tight. Army guillotines are difficult to finish, and he finished him in 30. Wow. What? It's like almost like jarring how quickly that shit ended. Whoa. Okay, so he kind of big brothers him in the clinch here with a trip. He did a great outside trip in the clinch, landed inside control. Okay. Branch turtled. He turns his body around, locks that up. Hip escape now. Sit out. He tried. Oh. Kind of tried. Half-assed it. So grab the fence. Ooh, that's tight, dude. That is fucking tight. Yep, it is. That's a textbook arm in. Why isn't he moving his hip away? He just can't get it going. That's a real bummer. Wow. Oh, man. That's a real Well, good shame. shit to Jack Hermanson. What the hell? Coming out party for the Joker. Shit, man. Looking forward to seeing I'm more. I'm impressed. Of him. Armin guillotines are difficult to finish, and he got the tap. Fast. You can tell he was very strong. Yeah. Just with that trip, dude, you can tell the force with which he was fucking throwing him around. Sucks for David Branch. I mean, what else can you say? This is another one where it's kind of like shit. He's whack. I don't know much, but I've been training for a while. You can tell with some people. Very nice. Yeah, I mean. Whack is to say that he's whack is still wrong, especially because like whack compared to the people he's losing to, apparently. Yeah, that's what I would say. That's what I would say. I don't think he's like not that scared. main's gonna be sweet. I agree. Like, I can't wait. I can't wait. Jesus, I am it's like fucking with bated breath for this burner. fucking main event, dude. I hope this main event doesn't end quick. Me neither, but if. I mean, if you're refing Mario, it might end quick, dude. Yeah, You've been known kidding. to jump in quite early, you fuck. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just fucking with you, dude. But, um...
Some people slide through, man. No, man, I think it's great that you're training, though, dude. That's awesome. That is good. I mean, he Jack Hermanson's on cloud fucking nine right now. Obviously. Just got a very... What's up with David Brandt? It looked like he just couldn't get it going tonight. You know when you're in that, like, fog and you just can't seem to... Well, he didn't have time to wake up. Yeah, like... I know some people who, like, it takes, like, a minute or two until they're in the groove. It's a fucking bummer, we didn't even get to see any. That's such a shame because... And Drag Hermanson just brought the fight fucking to him. He had a whole camp, and you didn't get to show any of the things that you worked on, any of the skills that you sharpened. Good for Jack Hermanson, though. And you're right. That's Imagine that, party. though. In eight-week camp, you're pushing your body so fucking hard. Minimum. Grinding. Eight minimum. And you lose in 34 seconds or 43 seconds. Hey, I'm mad. Henderson, though, 30, very young. He's got a lot of time. Grab the fence there. And he could be entering. He's entering his physical prime here, man. Ooh, height is tight. Look at how it's the tight. neck is being bent in, dude. It's tight. Fucking squeeze the shit out of that. Whoa, he's fucking pumped. Jesus. He looks like that one old guy, that bald guy at the fucking rave. Have you seen that one? Yes! Just Result. all tripped out. Pull that up for them, dude. Getting lost in the molly water. I've never partaken in the Molly Water, but uh, I know a bunch of chicks who go to Ultra. They're a big fan of that. This guy right here. This is Hermanson post-win. <laughs> it's kind of fucked up. <laughs> show, show him, dude. Hit him oh, up with it. Him. Hermanson's like, I won. <laughs> Let's go, dude. Let's go, dude. Let's go. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. That's a win. Chalk it up for the Herm, man. If he ever loses, that'll be his face. Gang, gang. Absolutely. Winner, winner, chicken dinner, baby. Hey, terrific. I googled old rave guy. Weird eyes. To get that to pop up, by the way. Dude, yeah, he raged the fuck out after he won, dude. God, God damn. That's his father. My right man now. had, all, you see those neck veins where you just go, oh, he had all those neck veins just fucking pumping after he won. Easy, bro. That's what I would say. <laughs> Not Easy. Veins, yeah. These are, oh, is it muscle? There were definitely some veins in there. There are veins in there. Hey. Every time we podcast, I'm going to fucking John Wilkes booth you. You disagree with me again. I'm going to pull out my flintlock pistol, start loading it over here. Just pull out the gunpowder. You're like, what are you doing? I pull out like a shoehorn. I'm like, hold on, bitch. I got something for you. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that it's the... And then it's a flintlock, so it's going to fucking backfire and it's going to shoot it into my eye. It's this muscle right here. Yeah, you don't have to show me or them, huh? I'm just showing you. Cool. Hey. Cool. Just so you know. Pull up a flintlock pistol, though, because that's what I will shoot you with the next time you cross me on this podcast. I just like the way that it sounds. That's why I always remember that muscle. That is fucked up. <laughs> I'm well aware it's fucked up, but it's what he looks like. It's, that's actually his dad. Did you know that? True story. That's Mr. Hermanson. Well-respected Norwegian businessman. And, uh, likes to party. Rave goer. Likes okay. to fucking party, dude. Mr. Hermanson, dude, he throws the fuck down. Oh, main event coming right up after this break. I'd say Barbosa's got his haircut looks just like Stromae. Dude. He does. Right? Papa Ute. I was gonna say he's gonna start singing some fucking French songs for us right now. Oh, Papa Ute. Oh, nope. Stop it. Hey. 
Don't mm. start singing French songs for us right now. I'm not. I'm not. Just ask Kanani A. He can sing it in French. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> you're actually fucking trolling, dude. I love it. Oh, my that's God. A, that's a French joke. But without further ado, time to put your picks in the chat. Who do you have in the main event? Let us know down below. This is Ben XLR105. And we will fucking My disagree name's with. Cameron and I sound like a douchebag. <laughs> and we will disagree with your picks because they're probably shit. Let's be real, guys. Yeah, you know what the fuck you're talking about. I do. Darude Sandstorm plays in background. <laughs> You'll have to go off on break. You will. You will. We'll let you know how it goes. Ga you think Gaethje by what? It's not going the distance, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think it's going to go if the Gaethje distance. If Gaethje can help it, it won't. This is this fight goes the distance, dude, I'm going to fucking bust. Because it's going to be the most violent fight. Dude, if this is a Derek Lewis, Francis Ngannou, I'm going to cry tears. Literal I'll tears. be so upset. I don't think Gaethje would ever have one of those fights, though. I think he'd rather die. I'll, be so I'll actually be bummed the fuck out. <laughs> Mario's trying to get some work from Michael in the chat, dude. Trying to bum a gig. Are they hiring? <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Gaethje, second round uppercut. I can see it. The closer the fight gets, the less I know what's going to happen. I was so sure. I was so sure. I was so sure. Hey, Michael, if they're hiring, let us know. Yeah, good word. For a friend. I was going to say. Because I think David Branch needs some work. Dude, when James Vick got knocked out right there, his eyes just stayed open. He looks dead, doesn't he? I was happy about he that because James Vick was talking all dead. kinds of terrible shit to Justin Gaethje. And just guess what Justin Gaethje did to him? And it Nothing. Didn't, it didn't even seem genuine when James Vick was talking shit. It was a lot like Alex Hernandez talking shit. Oh, that was tough. It's rough. Where I'm just like, hey, man, you don't do this a lot, huh? Like, I always wanted to be like, hey, buddy, your first time? It's so bad. This is the first it's time so for all bad. of us. And the problem is, Gaethje third round grip will surprise everyone. Use wrestling. You think he's going to use his wrestling? I fucking hope so. Because he'll win if he does. I mean, for the first time in I feel bad forever. for Vic. I did when he got knocked the fuck out. I mean, here's the thing about Vic. Like, I also, I'm biased. I've said this in the past. I hate guys who utilize reach. As a short man, I take umbrage with it. And he's got all of it. Exactly. So <laughs> every time I see a dude with reach and they get knocked out, I'm like, fuck yeah. Vic seemed like a douche to me. He seemed like a douche to everyone in the lead up to that fight, man. He was talking all kinds of Do I think he's shit. a bad guy? No. Do I think he said the wrong things? Yes. Kind of like Alexander Hernandez versus Cowboy. Do I think Alexander... Alexander Hernandez is a bad guy? No, I just think he didn't have the humility at the time that he does Edson have Barbosa now. Edson Barbosa is terrifying. Even if... Even if Gaethje wants to use his wrestling, just the thought of getting kneed in the head by Edson would, like, make me hesitant. Guess what, though? How do people beat Edson? Smushing him. So I'd like to see some smush. Oh, heavens. Uh, that ruins Terry Adams' life, just so you know. Literally. Gaethje Didn't they like lots of dudes in his first fights. Yeah, it's true. Then he just stopped. Hasn't since. He was like, oh, my years of wrestling fucking chucked it out the window. And it's like, dude, you're so good at wrestling. Why? Mr. I'm not a robot chiming in. Cam, how dare you hit me with your long ass arms? Hashtag unfair. Exactly. 
It's nature's fucking... That's a nature steroid, yeah, dude. He hates it as much as those girls on Tinder who are like, you gotta be over six feet tall to ride oh, this ride, baby. Those chicks, dude, are so... And they're yeah. always ugly. Absolutely. No attractive chick is like, must be over six foot two to hang out with me. Yeah. It's always like uh, the the friend at the club. We all know that. But friend, then I'm the piece who's of, like Becca. We're leaving, yeah, and I'm the piece of shit who's being like, on. "You gotta be hot for me to want to ride it." Yeah, if you're a piece of shit if you say that, but she's not. If she's like, "You can't be over under a certain height," which one thing you can control? You can control if you're attractive. Vic started a cartwheel and couldn't complete it versus Gaethje. Oh, that is so fucking. I believe it. No. He looks like he looks Dude, like. No, he's saying that because the knockout. He went like this. <laughs> he did. He did down on the fucking he, cage. When he moves, he looks like Reed Richards got stuck in mid stretch. That's what he looks like. He looks like Gumby. Golly, dude! Holy shit! He does. Tell me I'm wrong. You're actually toxic. But he's nice though. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. Bars over clubs any day. Bars over clubs. Clubs are just fucking... Clubs fucking suck, Clubs dude. are so dicey. Have you been to the club? You can't hear anyone. Uh, there's always this weird energy in a club. Like, it always feels like some shit's about to pop off in a club. It's like, terrible. you're just gonna get stabbed for no reason. I went to a club with my friends, and I was constantly like, oh, yeah, this is bad. I'm just gonna get, like, a bottle it's smashed horrible. over my head. And th those are not the women you want to meet. Whereas a bar, bars are kind of communal. It's like, it's like an episode of Cheers. It's Where do you go? Where do you go? Dude. Where is that? I'm not going to let you blow up my spot. Where is that? I've never been to a place that's like Cheers. God really? Damn. You haven't? It's great. Get some mozzarella sticks. Where? Where is great? <laughs> Dude, I don't want to blow up. the places I've been to? I don't want to blow up on the podcast because then everyone's going to go there. They suck. You got to go to a place where it's like, it's kind of hole in the wall but they have like a cook and you can. Fuck you. You go to the bar at like Outback Steakhouse. Having <laughs> <laughs> Chili's. Like, what if I was just like, I don't want the blowing up my spot. It's Applebee's. And then it just cuts to like me and Chili's at the bar. Like, I'll have two Guinness, please. What? Dude, there are any tizers. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I get the sampler platter, dude. It's fucking great. You're in Chicago? Dude. Dude. Oh, oh, dude. You're worried about the clubs. You should be worried about the walk back dude, no, home. No, no, no. The, the club. Chicago club. Dude, Chicago clubs, you could not pay me. You could not pay me to go in. You're more likely to get shot on your way to the club than you are in no, the club. No, no. In dude, Chicago? Every five days there's a shooting in a club in Chicago where they're in just. In the like, club? Yeah. Where no. it's like, oh yeah, just put two. In, in Chicago, them. people get shot outside their homes. I feel like brand people brandish guns way too much in clubs in Chicago. You always see those clips, and there'll be a dude dancing on the dance floor, and then he just pulls out a fucking Glock, and you're just like, what? What are you doing wrong? What's the shit you need to be not doing? <laughs> that. <laughs> that. Hey, hey, don't make everyone feel not safe right now. I'm trying to dance. Uh, fucking Cher just came on Life After Love. Yeah. And now I have to look at this dude holding his Glock and it's going to really fuck up my tempo dancing. Hi, welcome to Chili's. Cameron's all about that fucking happy hour, dude. That's his spot that he won't reveal. Dude, I'm not... He goes you know, there. He goes uh, there. And a makes, man never tells his secrets. He goes there and makes families feel uncomfortable. That's his. Ideal I just go Friday and get night. shit faced at Chili's. Yeah. <laughs> Have like ten beers at Chili's. He gets. The, he orders the fajitas and goes from table to table, being like, "They're delicious. Have you tried them?" And he's like, oh, "Fucking holding the skillet." Just get loaded, and then they tell me to leave. <laughs> They're like, "You can't keep doing this." It's just, uh, just Chili's, and then Darden establishments, and then dude. <laughs> 
The Darden family of restaurants is actually fucking I'm no fire. longer welcome in Capitol Grill. Dude, you go to... Okay, Olive Garden? Okay, all bars aside, Olive Garden is my fucking favorite restaurant. Yeah. All of a sudden, they're super specific. Bro, you're not famous, G, because then there's going to be... Everyone's going to go there. Oh, yeah, he's calling you out because if, if you give out your spot... he I think he meant me, not all of our... Hundreds no, of hundreds I, of fans talking, from across the world. I'm not talking about in. you guys. I'm talking about uh, we have a lot of people who listen to this podcast that we know personally. That we know, and they're gonna blow it up. Not 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 that I'm some massive arbiter. Our clout, guys. Obvious. Everybody knows that. Jesus. Is it not obvious? Jesus, don't take everything so seriously, my man. Edson Barbosa is getting uh, some Vaseline put on his face. Just to give you guys a heads up. Yeah, it's getting that pat down. Well, touched his inseam a little bit too much. That's how they do it. I'm going to take a suit against that ref. That's how they do that. Yeah, you can't do that. Dutch macaque. Are you going to finish those nachos? Okay, cool. No, I got it. I work here. Exactly. That's you. <laughs> yeah, I'll just wear like a Chili's apron and just start eating people's plates. They're like, ah, I wasn't done. And I'm like, just taking wings off like... Just cleaning them with one hand. That's gross. Putting them back down on the plate. That's disgusting. Do you need more sauce? <laughs> Just like, you need more sauce? I'll go to the kitchen. And then, like, I do it so much that now they actually think I work there. So like, Cam, you're working tonight? And I'm like, you know how it is, dude. But you're never actually on payroll? No, exactly. I'm not even getting paid. I love it. But here we go. Main event of the evening. Five-inch reach advantage. For Edson Barbosa, pretty significant. Dude. Yeah, I'm not blowing up the spot, though. I'm going to say it again just because I know it triggers him. Nah, he said podcast. Oh, LMAO. I don't know what that means. I think he's, he's still acting as if I'm uh, uh, like this massive clout god and that I could blow up a restaurant by mentioning it. Yeah, like when you, it was uh, a... <laughs> Find joke. the chilies. Yeah. Find the chilies and go there. Hey, bro. It's only joke. Find the chilies and go there. I'll meet you. Yeah. We'll, or just start we'll going to bars in the area. We'll blow it up. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Goodness me, dude. Here we go, though. Fucking main event. Ugh. You like Gaethje? I'm nervous. I have a headache. I think Edson's going to win. I wouldn't be mad if Gaethje won, though. I will say that. Who the fuck has an eye tattoo? Oh, the... Uh, the oh, the bad boy tattoo on Gaethje. Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. That's rough. Never get a logo hey, tattooed don't get a brand. on you? Am I going to get Nike above my dick and balls? Definitely don't get a brand tattooed on exactly. you. Exactly. It makes no What if no they change sense? their logo? Not going to do that. Plus, like, I feel like... Yeah, just it's a rough one, and then he has the like the classic wrestler tattoo. I hate that shit too, where they get their, their last name, name on, on their, their back. back. No. So cringy. You know how many of those I've seen? None of them were ever cool, dude. So many in wrestling, every dude's like, "This is my fucking jersey, bro. It's my back." I'm out here grinding every day. Yeah, but we didn't come from a big wrestling area, so it was. It's sad. Yeah, they were never very good. If they're not like, because in the South, dude, people just wrestling's not big at all. It's really not. So there's people like struggle to make it to Juco. 
So it's shocking when they have like uh, they have the the USA grapple USA wrestling uh, uh, logo. Yeah. Oh, they have that tattooed, and I'm just like, okay, bro, you going to Fargo? <laughs> like literally. Oh, don't get it if you go to Fargo. Don't get it at all. Don't get it at all, unless you're an Olympian. Then it's like, okay, go. Oh yeah, yeah, jumping in the chat <laughs> on Facebook. On a not on Facebook. This is YouTube. What's up, dudes? Gene Anderson, his tattoos suck. He has the USA. He has the USA wrestling. There of you course. go, dude. He doesn't. I'm telling you, that's a wrestler. Anyone who's wrestled can tell you those two tattoos are fucking rampant in that sport. Rampant. You'll always wrestle guys with their last name on their backs, and then the fucking USA wrestling tattoo on somewhere on their body. Yeah, I wasn't even that good at wrestling, and I don't think anyone who had their last name tattooed on their back beat me. They were yeah. never good. Absolutely, dude. Right away with the leg kicks. Gaethje opening up with the leg kicks. I love it. I don't think it'll last long either. Gaethje with the leg kicks. Oh, they're already coming out and hitting so fucking hard. Jesus. I'm nervous. I'm Ooh, nervous. trading leg kicks. Trading leg kicks. Trading leg kicks. Oh, dude, I'm fucking hard already. Yo. Yo. Hey, guess who just faked a takedown? They're fucking... Gaethje faked a takedown, guys. Oh, head kick from Edison. Oh, they're fucking trading oh, hard. They're oh, oh, Edson's, Edson's hurt! hurt! Edson's, Edson's hurt. hurt! Edson's hurt! Edson's hurt! Run! Run, Edson, get on your bike! Run, bitch! Oh, oh knee! knee! Oh, my God. Give these men... These men need bonuses. Jesus. Hang on, Edson. He's so hurt. Look at him. He's holding on to Gaethje for dear life here. Oh, fuck, man. I'm gonna lose it. Gaethje's probably taking this opportunity to take some of the power away from Edson. I think Ed's, this is good for Edson, though, because he needs to recover. He was fucking hurt there. Yeah, Chili's around the world have been shut down due to the flooding of our fans through their doors. That's what happens. What's so going on? Oh, yeah, yeah. Coming on in the YouTube chat. How you doing? What's up, man? What a... Now they're just chilling on the fence. They're relaxing. Gaethje's landing some good shots. Here up against the fence. Ooh, they separate. Gaethje whiffs with a massive hook. Oh, man. Oh, whiffs on a leg kick. Ooh, powerful kick to Edson's the body. Edson's kicks are so fast. Ooh, fuck me, dude. I think he's recovered, man. I really fuck. do. I really do. I think Edson's back. Oh! Oh! They just traded left. Justin got hit by oh, Edson. Shit. Justin's getting tagged, dude. They're oh, Edson's they're getting tagged. Right hook. They're right just hook. standing and trading, dude. Right hook from. They're Gage. just standing and trading, dude. Oh my fucking god! Leg kick from Gaethje. Jesus Christ! Okay, this fight's worth it. This fight's worth it. Oh, the leg kick hurt. That, that, that hurt Gaethje. That hurt Gaethje. That was a massive leg kick from Edson. Another. Gaethje checked that one, though. He's checking him now. Oh! He got out! He's out! Gaethje just knocked out Edson Barbosa! Holy shit! Justin Gaethje with the knockout win! Oh, clipped him on his way out. He clipped him on his way out. It's done. It's done. Oh, shit. Oh shit, oh fuck. Oh, oh, God, oh shit, man. oh fuck, dude. Oh god, oh man. No, dude, whoa. This isn't my world. Yo, I was wrong. Disappointed! Oh, that fight fucking delivered.
Well. Oh, my God, that delivered. Jesus. I wish Edson got more of a chance. I'm going to be honest with you. Way I wanted, too fast? We'll have to rewatch yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. No, you think the stoppage was fast? I don't, I don't think, think so. Was, oh, he's stone out there. He's out. No, he's, he's out. He's out. That was a yeah. good stoppage. I think the fight went too, went by too quickly. I wanted to see more of the fight, but he was completely Oh, out. yeah. He's, he's completely out there. Completely out. Fencing response and everything, dude. He's out, out. He would have gotten teed the fuck off on if the ref had not stepped in there. That's a good stoppage. Whoa. Me yeah, too. Yeah, I agree. I wish the action lasted oh, longer. It's a bummer. what an insane fight. If I'm going to be honest with you, it's a bummer that it... Hey, guess what, though? That delivered. Yeah. yeah I d- I oh, don't even sound like that. A knockout victory is not good enough for you? No, I'm just saying the stop. Uh, yeah, I agree. The, stop the action was, was so good. good, but I just wanted the fight to be longer. I feel like it was very short. That's all. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, but fuck. It was wild. Fuck. Edson gotta be more defensive. Edson than that. on the way out. Gotta be got more clipped. defensive than that. On the way out, got clipped, man. That's how it happens. I really think that he was not a hundred percent there ever since he got hurt initially. Absolutely. Because he was not being as defensive as he should have been, clearly. What a way to end the card. Holy fuck. Edson Robosa getting knocked out by Justin Gaethje in the main event of the evening. Holy shit. That's going to be a fight that's remembered in Philly for quite a fucking long time. I will not be surprised if it's on their top list fights that the UFC's had there. That is just, that is just phenomenal, man. I mean, what more can you say about that? Jesus. Well, it was great while it lasted. Jesus. They came out, and it was, like, the most intense two minutes of fighting. And then uh, Edson, Edson was, was circling, away. circling away, and Gaethje, Gaethje like, in. ran in and caught him with a hook, and that was it. Completely. Completely unconscious. Wow. Absolutely It was a wild two minutes, though. Absolutely astonishing. Edson got clipped earlier on with a few hooks, and I think that that really... Fucked him up, and he wasn't able to recover well. Let's do a recap of the card really quick for you guys then. I mean, I'm just impressed. I'm just impressed. It's really what it is. I'm impressed with Justin Gaethje. How he just made that fight. Like, everything played into his strengths there so well. Trading along the fence, dude. That's what Justin Gaethje lives for. Yeah. That's and, uh, kind of his fucking Edson bag. Barbosa just couldn't get to a range where that wasn't happening. So the card kicked off with a featherweight bout. Sadiq Yusuf won over Shamal A light heavyweight bout. Kennedy Nguche. Uh, well, Kennedy versus Paul Craig. Craig won via submission. Comeback submission uh, at that. Then we had a women's straw bout. A fantastic fight. Karolina Kivolkovich versus Michelle Watterson. Michelle Watterson won a decision. Uh, featherweight bout, Josh Emmett versus Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson scored a third round, uh, KO. Then we had our co-main middleweight bout, uh, David Branch and Jack Hermanson. Jack Hermanson won via very quick, uh, Armin Guillotine, which we don't really see a lot of. And then in the main event, we had Edson Barbosa and Justin Gaethje, and Gaethje won in a first round knockout. Jesus fucking Christ. What an absolute barn burner of a fight. It was wild. What a crazy fight card. So many finishes. Good. It was actually a really good fight card. I'm glad we... These uh, guys showed out here in Philly tonight. Oh, yeah. Wow. Let us know in the comments what you guys thought of the fights tonight. 
Gaethje must be balling with all these bonuses. Yeah, he's stacking the fucking cash. He is stacking the money. Do you guys do this for all fights? Yeah, I don't think we've missed uh, an event. Yeah, we haven't missed one since uh, Derek Lewis fought JDS. And that's because I was out of town. Yeah, he was out of town for that one. But we do these for uh, almost every uh Every event. Saturday we're here. We do the fights that are on. And we love hanging out with you guys. Gage must be balling for these bonuses for sure. Look at the fights he's giving fans. That's exciting shit. I mean, this is a guy, he doesn't care about... He cares about giving the fans fights they want to see. And he does that consistently. Holy fuck, dude. Jesus, that is terrific. That is absolutely terrific. feel bad for Edson. Happy for Gaethje, though. I'm just an Edson fan, so it's rough. I agree completely, man. I mean, how can you not be an Edson fan? He's such a wholesome guy, such a hard worker, but comes up short tonight against Justin Gaethje. Gaethje's going to be vying for a title here soon if he keeps winning like this, man. I think Edson was ranked sixth. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's going to have an argument here. So he is a touch. very he is a very big fight coming up, man. A very big fight coming up that will be very pivotal in the title picture. You know, he's probably two fights out from a title shot. I would say probably so. Just cuz the lightweight division is so sacked. But dude, oh my god. Absolutely outstanding. Uh I mean, what else can you say? What is the next fight card? Can we preview that for them? Um, are there going to be fights next weekend? There are fights in two weeks. It's actually UFC 236. Yeah. So uh, we'll be back. So in... I'll just read off that card really quick. We'll be doing a watch party for that as well. well we there a... might be a Bellator about next Saturday. Oh, really? Which we might do. We might do the Bellator. Well, we, we never miss UFC, but if the Bellators can be very, very slow, but we'll see. Yeah. But definitely in two weeks, we'll be back here. If you guys want us to do the Bellator, you could just comment or tweet at us. And yeah, definitely like let us know in the comments down below. This is the best way that like we can gauge. Like If you guys want to see it, we're down to do it. It's just uh, it's that the question of that. Like, it, Will people enjoy if we do it? Because I know Bellator is a bit of a smaller community than the EOC. You know? Upcoming events, April 27th. Yeah, there's none. No, there's none. But we will be back here two weeks to see Max Holloway take on Dustin Poirier. April 13th, 10, a 10 p.m. Not a.m. 10 p.m. Israel right Adesanya versus Kelvin Gastelum in the co-main. Under that, Eric Anders versus Cleo Roundtree. That's a fucking fight. And then Alan Joban, the male model himself, versus Beyonce Gel. That's definitely Beanie Siegel. Beanie Siegel, fucking so far away. And then Ovin St. Prue versus Nikita Krylov. Holy shit, this card. The card's ridiculous. And of course, it's Max Holloway versus Dustin Poirier, too, for the title. I mean, what else can you say, guys? And that's in two weeks. Let us know what you guys think about those fights. Who do you think is going to win the those? 13th of April, to be specific. We're excited to see your picks down in the comments. We'll be interacting with you guys down in there. Oh, yeah. Thanks, uh, Mr. I'm Not a Robot, for mentioning that. Yes, this is our MMA show. And then we have a comedy show we do. Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep. It's on this same channel. Yeah, if you guys want to hear about us talk about stuff other than fighting, you know, we are on there, too, doing the damn thing. But we love doing these. Absolutely. Especially. But I think that'll yeah. wrap it up for us here with that i will bid you guys adieu make sure to subscribe to the youtube channel follow us on itunes 
Follow us on Twitch, all the social medias. You know where to find them. It's been so much fun hanging out with you guys tonight. I hope you guys enjoyed the fights as much as we did. And I'll see you guys on the next MMA submission. We'll catch you guys later. Have a good one.